G Money. Yo. What's up, man? What's good? Wagwan. I should say Wagwan, right? Yeah, Welcome yeah, yeah, back, I'm back, man. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamaica? I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, it was nice. It was good? Yeah, thank you for asking. Thank you, even though you didn't ask. I was, yeah, I was getting to it. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? How was the trip, man? I see you out there. You out there dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty it was pretty nice, man. You know, seeing the family doing things out there, man. You know, they tracked me. I follow no rules in Jamaica. Of course. They tracked me. I was I breaking all the rules. I'm supposed to be in quarantine for 14 days, but I was in the streets of Jamaica. And they were mad at me. Nah, you good. Right. I took a test when I got out here. They were mad at me, but you know, shout out to Jamaica though. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling good, man. You know, uh, we got we got a good friend of mine's up here. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a call. Frank's Frankie Hitch called me. Frank called me. It's what up? Like, Yo, what's the process of your show? I'm like, what? I said, what happened? Frankie said, called me. I said, what's first of all, up? he didn't talk that fast. Me, me, me and the guest yeah. were speaking about that before. He, he ain't talk that fast. How, how Frankie really talk? He, he talk cooked. slow. He like, yo, what's the process of your guess? I'm like, what do you mean? He like, yo, you know. Uh, you know his talk slow. I'm like, I'm like, you I be said, cruising. I said, Frank, what you mean? Frank, I, I don't understand what you're saying. What's the process? I said, Frank, what do you need, bro? He said, well, you know, uh, my family... I said, what are you talking about? And he wouldn't. He said, hurry then, up, then it, I said, yo, hurry up, Frank. So then he told me. I said, all right. So I said, let me, hold on. Let me let me call Jim. I said, yo, it's, it's family? He like, yeah. He said, he sent me. Uh, I said, yo, I saw this guy before when I was a kid. I saw him back in the days. Nice. Where, uh, Erica Ford and him. I remember him. Yeah. So then I called you. Yeah. I said, G-Money. He said, yo, I told you about this before. He yeah, said, my pops, pops. Pops already told me. He's like, yo, you know, I spoke to Spoke to the big homie, you know. So I'm like, all right, let's see what's up. So then I called Frank back. I'm like, is he a family or something? Is you calling me? He like, yeah. I said, you know, don't lie. Who's he related to? Your mother, father, and father. Bam. I said, oh, all right, all right. You sure? <laughs> he said, yeah. I said, all right, Frank. Man, it was crazy, man. But I don't know, like, like you know, <laughs> this is a special episode. I'm going to tell you why. I did a lot of reading. And I, I asked you, man, I said, is he sure he wants to be up here with me? I don't, I'm confused of, <laughs> of what I was reading. Like, what, 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 what? That's what I asked you. Did I ask yeah, you that? I mean, was yeah. in here. I'm like, you know, you know, he's family. So like, I gotta be nice. I like this guy. I watched him when I was a kid. I, I remember him. I remember his face. His face is, uh, is unforgettable. High cheekbones, nice smile. He's unforgettable. Yeah. He looked the same. I remember him. But I'm like, yeah, like I'm reading all this stuff. And I, I, like my evil side is like, yeah, I, I gotta get him. And then my partner's like, I love him. Yeah, it's the purple. Wasn't we in here discussing this? Yeah, we was. I'm like, G-Money, what the hell is going on? They trying to set me up? What are they trying to do to me here, man? I don't know, man. I said, well, your pops going to call me? What, my band going to call me? What are you going to call me? Yo, before we get started, you know, shout out to today's sponsors, man. Shout out to The Hot Sauce Boss, man. Check them out, thehotsauceboss.com. Thehotsauceboss.com, at The Hot Sauce Boss, you know what I'm How saying? How much they pay you, bro? Oh. I get no money. <laughs> That's rude, that's rude, that's rude. That's crazy. Yo, the hot sauce boss, what up, man? Listen, you put three items. Guava, bro. guava, mango, coconut, spicy Kush, and the honey, right? What? You yeah, know what though? Spicy. I'm gonna tell you something. Ooh. He ain't tried nothing. Look, look. This is for the. Nah, I did. Nah, look. stop lying. This is for the challenge. Why this not open? <laughs> y'all gotta pay him to try. I wanna preserve. Oh, I said, come on. yo, he not trying your items. <laughs> you gotta pay him. These two are open. <laughs> Actually, me and Dawson did a, 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 a Instagram live with these two. We did a challenge with these. Was ones. it good? No, it tastes good. I taste one good, of them. Yeah. I taste one of them ninety one. Nah, that's good, man. You know, that's it for me, man. How you, you know? Let's let's get G money, yo. <laughs> Episode one seven seven. Nigga, we, we made, made it. it. We got a special guest. <laughs> 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 
Do the honors, do the honors. I'm going to get out of here, Sadi. Hold on, I got to turn you for today. Yo, we special got... Special guest. Special guest. First of all, I've seen this guy a lot of times, you know, um, as a kid growing up. Like, That's a fact. You know, in Queens and, and stuff always like that. Always outside. Yeah, always, always outside. So always. we got to put some respect on his name. You know what I mean? But, yeah, G. Always outside, man. Uh, you know, former Democrat member of the NYC Council. You know what I'm saying? Uh, served the 28th District from 2011 until he, you know, he was... But uh, give it up one time. <laughs> Round of applause one time. Ruben Wills, y'all. What's up, Ruben? Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can talk a man loud and hit about South Side. Pull the mic closer. We're about to get at you. I ain't never going to talk low about South Side. I was just, oh, I was just asking, oh, you know, why why we ain't have, oh, we ain't have no South Side artists on the wall. That's all you I'm already saying. Was this is you crazy. Can't about, Yo, he cool. Yo, he cool already. Uh, I ain't never going to talk yeah, it's cool. low about South Side. It's crazy. That's yeah. fine. Uh, who going to ever say? I wasn't cool. You ain't never gonna meet nobody to say that. <laughs> never. I take care of people. Yo, Ruben, chill. No. Nah. Ruben, chill. I'm, I'm, yo, about get, I'm about to get at yo, you, bro. Yo, I like you, your you, you know who? You know who Flip is like a twin? I don't know if you know Hef from um, Linden in the Van, my cousin Hef. Yo, you put, y'all look like each other, act like each other, everything. Really? Yeah, and that's that. That's my plug because Hef told me if I don't shout him out and I shout Bev out, y'all already shouted Bev out I was going to have a problem going home. So yeah. I want to make <laughs> Bev, sure that's Bev, done. First, first and foremost, I have a lot of love for Bev. Bev um, that's a fact. is my family. I knew them for a long time when I started doing music. Bev has... Invited me to his home. It was one time me and Frank was there. They didn't want me to tell the story, but oh, Bev had some wild shit going on. Like <laughs> a lady walking around. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, don't Back don't, in the day, yeah. I'm sorry, don't tell me yeah. what to say. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, yeah, I'm saying, yo, yo, if I don't <laughs> say, don't say, then it'll be a problem. Like, do what you want to do. It's your show. But, ben, but I put the disclaimer out. You know what I'm saying? But it's so, old when yeah. I was a kid. Don't, don't even matter. Right, don't even matter. He was a legend, though. I ain't gonna lie. Uncle Bev. <laughs> he walked around like Frank, what up, 43 Absolutely. I was just telling him behind the scene, like Frank is a you know, when you party with Frank, he got the he got the moves, he be kinda you know what I'm saying? Smooth. Oh, that's, smooth. That, that, that's, yeah, that's a that's, all the way. That's a good family, man. Shout out to shout out to Bev, shout out to Frankie, shout out to the whole family, man. Shout out to them. I love them, man. Yeah, yeah, My family. Sure. Yeah, G man. Alright, man. So, you know, I ain't gonna lie, Flip. I, I kinda wanted to start today's show a little different, man. Just and just, you know. Sure. I wanted to start something a little different. I wanted to ask, you know, um, <laughs> Mr. Ruben Wills. I wanted to ask him, what what made you before we? Because usually we go with the, the uh, the history first. You know what I'm saying? But before right. we get there, I wanted to ask a, if you can answer it kind of in a short uh, version. What made you want to come on the show this this evening? You know what it is. I spoke to a bunch of people um, to make sure that we can get our narrative about the you know the conclusion of the story because mm -hmm. the other media doesn't want to do it. They'll spin it and they'll add a whole bunch of negative stuff into it. So right. I asked a whole bunch of the you know, of crew and they said, we need to get up on here because you guys have a platform that a lot of people tune into. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's a complicated platform because it's comedy, it's, you know, street, it's everything. But it's a platform that a lot of people listen to. So I wanted to make sure that what we did would be carried out to our community. So I spoke to Bar, I spoke to Tone. I mean, they here. Mm -hmm. spoke to a lot of people. They said, this, they said, this is the spot to come to. My pops too. He called pops. It was like, yo, yeah, I spoke. I, son, I, man, I absolutely <laughs> told. I absolutely because you know when they told me they gave me a list of five people, right? So when they gave me that list, and, he, and I spoke to Erica Ford, and when they gave me that list, y'all, y'all was on everybody's list. Mm. So then I started, you know, tuning in and watching it, and you know, I sat there for like three hours one day. I was like, yo, these dudes is crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I made the call. Okay, so you, you came out the, 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 you know, correct 
the story and tell your side and make absolutely. sure everything is cleared up. Abs- and, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Salute, salute. All right, so let, let, let's get back to it, man. You know, let everybody know. Let's go back to the history before we get to the, to the, to the crazy, crazy, and, you go. know what I'm saying, clear everything up. Let's go mm-hmm. back to, you know. Hold on, hold on real quick. What's up? <laughs> so by watching it, you were comfortable coming up here knowing that, like, you know, like, what, you thought we were going to be biased for you? Because you nah, from Queens? you, you... You, nah, I don't think you're gonna be biasing nobody. I'm oh, saying, but you just but, I mean, it's a plus to be from Queens, period, right? I mean, that is you know, it's if you, like, it's like, going, good. yeah, it's pretty good. Plus, you're pretty good. Yeah, you're pretty good. You're yeah. pretty good, but you ain't better than me. I, Let's slow down. Let's let me. Let me I teach you something. First and foremost, cool. yeah, <laughs> you, welcome. You're from that's Queens, down. you know, absolutely. Southside Queens, yeah, yeah, Southside Queens, smooth guy, look young, old, but look young. I don't know how you pull it off. It's the youth juice, and you can talk well. But the things I'm reading here, man, it, it just, it's, I, 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 I gotta be real. I asked, I said, yo, is the family trying to set me up for something? Nah. <laughs> All this stuff just cocked out the certain side. I'm like, what, what, I have to ask these questions. What, is, is this a setup? Mm. I, I had to be respectful each family. Well, Y'all put what, me in a bad position. What was what was a cop out to? I ain't cop out Ooh. to anything. Ooh. I'm saying you got that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Ooh, put it down, put it down, put it back. That was fire. Put it back, put it back. All right, he blocked the, the sound effects. Oh, man. Okay, let's, 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 before we get into there, <laughs> yeah. let's start off the childhood. Tell us okay. about the childhood, where you grew up, what part of Queens, stuff like that. Tell us about I grew it. grew up in South Jamaica Houses, 40 Projects, 109-30, 160th Street. Mm-hmm. Right there in three, third floor, right there below Bevenham. Um okay. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, we I grew up there. Um... Mother and father brought a house over on Marsden Street, which is still Jamaica, right over mm-hmm. there by Rochdale, mm-hmm. off of Baisley. Um, went to school, moved to St. Albans. And the PS40. Yeah, I went to PS40. Um, went there too, then from PS40, I went to 185, which is a junior high school, Edward Bleak and Flushing. Um, because of testing and stuff like that, they felt that I'd be better mm-hmm. served going to that school. So I did that, went to Brooklyn Tech, and we had a whole bunch of issues out there in Brooklyn Tech. And I graduated from Thomas Edison, went to school, came home, started a construction company to help a lot of the dudes that was being locked up and couldn't get jobs, started a couple of not-for-profits, uh, got sucking into politics and not sucking into <laughs> oh, it, but oh, that wasn't oh. my way of going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was I was trying to get next to a couple of people so that I could blow the construction company. They had other ideas. God had other ideas. And, you know, I was able to come back and serve the community I grew up in. What kind of kid were you growing up though? You a bad kid? Were you, you know? Nah, I wasn't. Nah, I wasn't bad. I was uh, misunderstood. I say that, mm. <laughs> right? So, um, you know, in school, like everybody else, you get suspended, suspended a bunch of times, you know, because you bored in school and you just do certain things. That's all. But I always been the dude that stood up to bullies and didn't want everybody else getting picked on and stuff. Mm. So, you know, and I came from a family that was strong, so it was easy. What was it like growing up in, in, in Forty Projects? I know Forty Projects is a certain, yeah, <clears throat> you know, mean, I know yeah. my age, you know, me growing up yeah. and, and, and being over there with my family and my pops and mm-hmm. you know, some of my friends weren't, weren't allowed to go over there. Right. And my age, so I know at your, you know, your town definitely is, you know, probably even crazier. You know what it was though? It was even though it was the height of the crack epidemic and we were coming out of the heroin epidemic, it was love. You know what I'm saying? Like we were sheltered from all of the shooting and the bodies and different things like that. So even though I knew it was happening, mm-hmm. you know, I was 
I was young and all I wanted to do was like understand how it was to do business and to try to make a lot of money. You know, I was into revenue streams. Everybody else around me was hustling. So I just took that and learned and wanted to do something else, you know. But it wasn't, I don't have the memories that everybody else is talking about. They had they had to pluck roaches out the cereal boxes. And mm-hmm. that wasn't that wasn't my story, you know what I'm saying? I had a good childhood. I really did. I was happy. You know, I can go upstairs to Bev and, I mean, the dude had 20 pairs of red Pumas, every color Pumas. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just go put two pairs of socks and then I'm, I got fresh sneakers all the time. Sheila, I, you know, I had everything I wanted. I never had to worry. I never had to ask for nothing. I didn't have to do nothing. So it wasn't, I don't I don't remember the bad stuff like everybody else. I remember a few of my friends got bodied, but I don't remember that kind of stuff. Who did you live with, mom and pops or just mom? Yeah, but when I was in South Jamaica houses, I was staying with my grandfather. Grandfather. William Farmer, yeah, him and my okay. grandmother. Absolutely. All right, and then, so where, where was mom? They lived in, um, he was in a house in Marsden Street, but I loved my grandfather. I was the only grandson. It was like 12 granddaughters, so I was the only grandson. I went over there, I got special treatment, you know, and then I can go upstairs or I can go down the block, I can go anywhere I wanted to, and, you know, everybody was like, yo, come here, what you need, whatever you want, so I stayed there. And tell us about your grandfather, you said. You said uh, he was the man, you know, he was, um, he had retired from the, um, from the post office. Um, so he was just like a real good guy. You know, one of the older guys that everybody knew. He can go up and down anywhere, came up with the fresh cars, he did whatever he wanted to do. So I just stayed up under him all the time. And was respected. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So yeah. then what made you, did you did, then you moved to Mom and Pops in St. Albans, or you moved? Yeah, to- I mean, because, you know, I would stay there most of the time. So even after school or something like that, I would stay there at like 8, 9 o'clock at night, shoot back, I would have to shoot back across town. You know what okay. I'm saying? But then as soon as Friday came, I went over there and stayed there. You know, I went to PS40, so I would be there all the time. Okay, and and you said that it wasn't it wasn't hard. You didn't have a rough childhood. You said you don't remember the roughness. No, nah, you know what it was because we were young, we were resilient, right? <clears throat> That's what our situation was. People sold drugs, crackheads was crackheads. That's what the situation was. So when you grow up in that, you don't know anything else but that. Mm. You know, I mean, you can have a show dog that's grown up and fed and how the the coat is combed every day, and then you can have the German Shepherd that's in the yard. The two dogs don't know, not equating humans with dogs, but it's just that when you're in that condition, you only know that condition. Mm. And that mm. was it. That's good, actually. That's good. That's dope. Are you ready to shoot, though? He going to shoot, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he don't give no credit. He give a little credit, and he shoot like eight shots. Yeah, you're pretty good at what you, you pretty good at how you talk, man. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, when you were younger, like, what, what were you like? So, when you wasn't into the hustling or anything, did you get into that as a kid? Like, see, Huh? They go to shots. I'm, no, I'm waiting for the question. setup. I'm no, waiting for the no setup. setup. And you was like, huh? Yeah, I'm waiting for the setup. Hustle? I mean, you went to some, 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 some official people in here. Like, I, I don't Like, what you yeah, doing? Yeah, I mean, I did what I needed to do in life. You understand what I'm saying? That can mean anything. Exactly. Just like you said, you took a test. You ain't say you took a COVID test when you came back. You said, I took a test. Yeah, exactly. You could have took a test to become an MC. We don't know. You're air hustling. You see, air hustling get a lot of people in trouble. Curiosity killed the cat. You know that. You know that as a kid. Yes. You're right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so cat got nine hustling. lives. And if a cat with nine lives got nine nines, how many lives he got? Oh. Let's go. I'm not good with math. <laughs> <laughs> He's ill. I'm not good with math. Be careful with this. Michelle, let him slide over. Michelle, let him sit there. Let him slide over, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, That's good. 
Yo, it's sitting right there. It's getting warm. It's ready, man. That's, that was good. It's ready for him. Sitting right so, there. but you had to do what you had to do. Though. Yeah, absolutely. You, were, were you were you around some? Yeah, let, let's try not to hit the pole and stuff. You know what I mean? Please, because yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. You 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 try like let's let me ask you a question like. Were you around the... You had to do what you had to do. Basically, the environment, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So let's just say that you were probably getting money, right? Mm -hmm. What made you get out of it? I mean, just natural progression. You just grow. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So um, I never stayed in anything too long because I always had an end goal. Mm -hmm. And my end goal was to make sure that um, I had enough uh, business or businesses going to make sure the people around me had jobs and we could all make money and get up out of there the right way. Mm. You know, because I saw a lot of dudes go through, I mean, I would see a guy go through, without exaggeration, a million in cash in like two or three weeks. Mm. You know, just go out and buy four or five cars and have jewelry and take a trip overseas and come back. But you're coming right back to the projects, you're driving those cars right in those same 20 blocks. You know, and you the man here, or we would shoot up to Harlem, and you know, Harlem and Queens always had that relationship, so you would go on the strip and see everybody with dapper Dan clothes on and running back and forth and stuff, but that's just what it was. But then when they came back, I would see you broke, and you got to start from square one again, so that was never what I wanted to do. Mm. Put that chair right there for me, against this wall. Yeah, this chair, let him sit against this wall right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, put it against the wall, fam, yeah. There we go. So you can be comfortable now. You can, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I need that view, man. It's this chick. I need, I need a good view, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, it's on. It's on. I don't know. You gotta look. I'm in it. Yeah. Oh, he is in it. Mm-hmm. He's in it. Oh, all right. So put it, put it, put it back. Put it back. Nah, wait, I need you in here. You ain't stepping out. Yeah, stepping out. Nah, you, you need to be here just in case. Case what? <laughs> Like nervous guy, you know. I'm saying you, you know. I, I, I need him. I, I like him. I need him by the door. Put the chair right there by the door. Let him block the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the chair right there. Yeah, please. I need him in here. That's my guy. Yeah, please. Take a seat. Yeah. So, who did you know that got money back in the days that you were cool with? <laughs> I mean, you had a lot of people from the South Side that got money. You know, yeah. you know, Fat Cat. Uh, Mm, Corley, Corley, right? Was he getting money back in the days? You know, uh, it was more than one Corley, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, more than one Wall, rather. I mean, it was Corley Wall. It was I know Mookie. You know the whole family. I know. Him, yeah. I mean, all right, all right. Well, we I, know we, them. I know um, Green Eye Adrian, um, Shy. Um, I know a lot of dudes that was getting money. And how, what was your relationship with these guys? My relationship is great with everybody. Uh, you know. I'm a solid dude. My relationships is good out here. I mean, you ain't can't, ain't nobody gonna Instagram you or text you and tell you I ever flaked on nothing or nothing like that. No, that's not where I'm going. No, nah, my relationship guy. was good with all of them. Okay. Yeah, you box knew, everybody. You knew Prem too. I knew some people. I knew enough people. Did you know him, Prem? Did you know him? Nah. You uh-uh. didn't know him. Nope. Didn't know Prince. Didn't know Bebo. Didn't know any of them. That's what you're going to go. You're going to go down that line. No, nah, right? I'm just saying. I said, yeah, I'm you, saying, but why are you going down that particular line? I'm just saying, people? did you know that you have a rapport with them? Did yeah, you? I have rapports with them, yeah. You did, okay. Uh, but, hey, I remember, but, but remember, I'm, I'm, I'm 12, 15 years younger than those dudes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So even though I knew them, I wasn't on that line with them. 
You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a, like a lot of young dudes out here now. Like me and Frankie got an age an age difference, but he knows me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we family, but there's a lot of young guys out there. Rocket. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rocket is my man, but he's a younger dude. But if he needs something, I'm with him. You know what I'm saying? If I need something, they're there for me. So it was that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> he can to go somewhere. I'm trying no, to. I'm not, I'm not no, even I'm trying not. to figure out where he's going because he. I <laughs> no, know he not, dips no, and dives I, and up and downs. No, no, I'm not. I just you know what it is though. You know, in order to teach the youth, you know, mm-hmm. we showing my message even coming from you would be like showing the youth that no matter where you come from, that you're able to make something of yourself. Oh, yeah. So this is that's the way I'm going with it, man. The other stuff I'm gonna get at you later. Don't worry. Nah, but you know what? <laughs> the other stuff is proof that we can do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's, there's, I mean, I, I'm gonna drop a stat on you later. That's gonna show, and not not saying it's funny, but when you get into it, I'm gonna show you that that means a whole lot. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. What, what was your sorry, G? I know. Uh, I'm sorry. Keep your biasness to yourself. Um, <laughs> were it was it like was growing up and being outside and stuff like that? Um, you didn't have any ambition. What? Because I'm assuming that you was in the street hustling. So that's just my assumption. So let's use that assumption in the air. You hustling, getting money. What made you, what did you witness to make you change? Because some people don't do that. Some people stay stagnant. Some people stay stuck in that. Either they end up dead or in jail. Right. You earlier, you did state, and I kept it in my memory bank, that you watched a lot of, not watched, but a lot of your friends, a lot of people you knew got bodied. You used that yeah, terminology. Absolutely, really. yeah. But and when I say, I mean, I mean, like literally and figuratively like they literally got body like they got murdered and a lot of people went to jail for 15 30 life sentences like that i mean once you once somebody hits you and you you get 25 to life you got bodied you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i mean when you come home you can do certain things but i mean if you had children before you left you know a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff passes you by so when I say it, I mean it literally and figuratively. And then you're gonna answer my question, which means what changed? What changed the dynamics? Your mind? What made you not stay on a path of destruction? destruction. Negative stuff? Yeah. What made you? What was it? Because that was never my path. God had a plan for me all along, you know. And I was never on anything that, um, you know, what happens is when you get older and you get the right tools, you have the right emotional IQ, you start to learn that. You make decisions, and some decisions are conscious decisions, and some of the decisions are intentional decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go get a gun, that's a conscious decision, right? You can carry it all day, every day. But when you cock that gun back and you pop somebody, that's an intentional decision. So there are a lot of guys that make an intentional decision to hustle for the rest of their life, or this is their way in, or this is their way out. Right, the same mm-hmm. drive you had. It's an intentional decision for y'all to make this podcast one of the top rated podcasts. Right, thank you. That's an intentional decision. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm just telling the truth. Right. So when G Money is doing his hustle and the picky um, eaters and stuff, these are intentional decisions. Now there's a lot of other dudes that just make a decision to go and grab a mic and a computer and a laptop and they just do something. Those are the dudes that are going to fail. They're not going to be there that long. So it's the same way when you dip in and out of different streams of life. Right, some things you're doing just to get by or just to make another thing happen. Mm. So that's what that is. So, who um, you, you said earlier too that well, you said just now too that you had uh, the the other plans in mind like for your you know business like that. So who Absolutely. who influenced that that mindset? Was it your, your grandfather or? Yeah, it was my grandfather, my mother. They were always 
you know, um, working. It was always saving. They were always saying that this is what we're going to do next. And it always came, you know, all right, we're going to buy a house. Because I lived in Queensbridge for a couple of years. You know, and they, we're going to buy a house. All right, bet. I looked up one morning. We had a house over there on Margin Street. Mm. All right, I'm tired of this house. We're going to buy another house. Boom, we was over there on 115th Drive in St. Albans. So it, it showed me. Um, I think I was like 15. And my God, I mean, my sister's godfather, um, Brother Bailey, he was a mason. But he was the only black contractor for the city that was painting bridges. He was a master painter, but he had his own company. He came and got me one day because my mother said I was just sitting around doing nothing. Put a paintbrush in my hand and I excelled at it. And then I wanted to do construction. Worked at the airport, did, saved up some money, bought my own equipment. You know, we kept moving like that because I knew that when you had businesses, you have money. And financial freedom is real freedom. You know, and then once you have that, you can manipulate things. Not manipulation in a bad way because manipulation right. has a negative connotation. But that's only because people don't understand the right word. But you can manipulate things and make things happen for the betterment of you and everybody around you. I'm never the dude that wants to be the only guy with the money. I want everybody around me to have money. I want everybody around me to be able to make a phone call. Mm. You know, so that's why when they came up with that list, I wasn't able just to call one person. I was able to, and I called more than that. Those are the two people y'all know that I called. You know what I'm saying? Like Erica was going to make a phone call. You know what I'm saying? So people was making phone calls, and that's because I wanted everybody around me to be in position. So everybody respects that. When I need something, they put me in position. Mm. Did I answer your question, Flip? You did. Now, okay. when, um, <clears throat> where's Marsden again? Marsden Street? Kaya, old crib. That street? Yeah. Yeah, right by like Merrick and Fox. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's okay. right. It's right. It's right. I look. I got it. It's not coming up. It's right. You, you know. Because you know what? I, I lived on Linden the Farmers, right? But that's Mexico. That street. Mexico yeah, that's Mexico. Is going to Everett. Yeah. So right. I'm like, that's not yeah. Mars. Then I'm like, nah, Mar. You know where Mars is at? Mars starts over where when you come down Basie, uh by the trestle. Yeah, the Long Island Railroad trestle. Yes, it yes, starts yes. Kaya lived over there. Yeah, yes, and then yes, it wraps all the way around. For a while with her. Yeah, yeah, okay. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, you called. You called people, and they and they and they delivered your message. <laughs> they go. delivered your message. I mean, it took a while, but they delivered it. You know what I mean? Made it happen. So now you said that everybody in your life always made it happen. Right. What did your parents do though? Like, what were their occupations? My mother was the highest ranking. Um, uh, civilian in NYPD for school safety. She mm-hmm. ran personnel for the city. And my pops, he worked um, a couple of spots, but he was high-ranking also. I'm leaving it just like that. We're going to leave it there. Your pops was high-ranking? Yeah, we're going to leave it there. Absolutely. What's your father's name? Mr. Wills. <laughs> what Wills? <laughs> you can't Google him, bro. No, I'm not Googling him. No, I'm just... No, nah, but that's it. I mean, Mr. You don't talk about... yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Wills. So your That's father was father. Just, your father was just he ran a couple of spots. Nah, he was he he he. What do you mean by spots? Because that means that's a different different. No, I have said, a different a different no, connotation of spots. I, to I'm me. just I'm just re- regurgitating. What no, you, you ain't regurgitating. I didn't say he ran some spots. You said what you said he did. I said spots. I you didn't say what he did. I said he was a high rank. He is a high ranking person. That's what I said. And I ran a spots. couple of yeah. That's what you said. I right. said spots. Yeah, well, you got to rewind that. Let me see. I said spots. I don't remember. I said spots. I think you said he was a high ranking. Uh, I went from my mother's person. occupation, and then I said my father oh, was a high-ranking person. Because you, you said and your I said, mother, I'm gonna leave it like that. You said your mother ran a couple of things. 
You said she ran. You said your mother. I said when you asked me about the, the highest civilian, right? Right, ranking civilian. The highest and, ranking anyway, civilian. She ran personnel. Ran person, and then you right. you used the word ran, right. and you converted over to your father as well. Right. You ran a couple of things. Right. So okay. ran what? And that's why I said I was going to leave it alone. All right. Shout out to OG Wills. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but you wanna so bring us to the next step though. Mm. Parents, what made you like you, you wanted to start your own construction company? Yes. Right, yeah, absolutely. Because, and that step was because you said that um You put a paint a paintbrush in your hand. Yeah, you so brother barely did that and I started yeah. painting. I figured I was real good with that. Um bought the equipment. Bought the equipment, did a whole bunch of advertising in Co op City in the Bronx. Made a bunch of money off of that, left from there, expanded. And then when I came back, I realized a lot of my guys was coming home. You know, because now they was finished doing 10-year bids, 15 years, and people was just in the street, and they wasn't hustling no more. So people ain't have money like that. Mm -hmm. I was able to get some contracts, building and doing sheetrocking and different things like that. So I put them on. That's dope. You know, and I had up to like 11 guys at one time. Dudes right now running around, they was all, you know, working full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. So we was doing that, and then from there I just wanted to keep expanding, and that's how I got wrapped up in the politics. There was a certain person, um, a certain senator in Southeast Queens, and he um, had got elected, but he was into construction. And he saw me out on um, Farmers and Linden one day, and I was talking to a bunch of guys, and he pulled up, and he said, every time I see you, you out here in the street, you got a lot of these young guys around you. So I said, well, you know, this is just what we, where else we going to go. This is where we talk. This is where we meet. So he told me to come to his office with Fred Simmons, and he wanted me to um, just come by and talk. So I'm thinking, yo, the two family houses, the contracts I wanted to rock away. I got them. This is it. And the next day, this dude gave me an ID, and I'm like, I need an ID? What are you doing? Oh, well, wear a suit. I was like, you never seen me in a suit before. Went and got a suit, came back, took me to Manhattan, and it was... um. Freddie Ferrer was running for mayor. And he walked in and started introducing me to people, saying that I was this guy. And from there, it just took off. Ran a bunch of campaigns, did the Christian Basketball League, did a bunch of stuff. Who was this guy? Why didn't he say his name? I just don't know if he's comfortable with being, you know, in the press and all that. I said, but I'm not sure. Some people are not comfortable with their names being mentioned and stuff like that. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't. There's a bunch of dudes. Like, you know, I'm working with people now, trying to get people home or trying to get certain things righted respect you know and like some dudes y'all know so i don't want to put their name out there you know what i'm saying because they're coming home but until they say something and i don't want them even saying i had nothing to do with it but until they say that yo we worked with this organization and we did this that's the only way i will put their name so, out there okay so and that goes for everybody legit illegit anybody that's just i'm just not that dude to press on people's stuff you're not that dude to drop the name drop yeah i don't do that yeah. so a guy just saw you and brought you around and just no nah, he ain't just see me he saw me politic and i was out there heavy all the time so i guess he thought hey i can use this you know because he's somebody in the community you know when you're in politics you want to get with the right people right Right? Because the right people move certain organizations, move crowds, they move votes. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm sure his I'm sure that's what his thought was. Respect. Yeah. Walk me through a step of, you know, starting a construction company. Because you know, Italians were into construction companies. Yeah, they right? sure was. They were into it. That was their thing. It was in Italian. food and beverage too. Yeah, well, I, but we're not talking about that. You know, we're talking <laughs> okay. about construction. Um they were into like the mafia, the mob, they had the construction companies and stuff like mm -hmm. that. That was like a whole thing. But 
Walk me into how did you start? How do you start a construction company? You just what get an LLC and then you buy equipment, like you said. Yeah, you know, I did it. No, most times, most minorities don't even know anything about incorporations and stuff like that. You go and buy the equipment, and then you go out by word of mouth and you get a couple of jobs, right? Somebody wants you to paint a room, then you try to do sheetrock, and then somebody wants you to do a bathroom, and then before long, it starts to just build up, and now you got people waiting to do kitchens and doing all types of things. But when I did that. I wasn't just comfortable staying in that lane, so I started approaching a couple of the Italian guys, you know, and they were out in Far Rockaway. These are the guys that were building 50, 60, two-family houses. So I'm saying, who's sheetrocking the houses? Who's painting the houses for you? Well, put a bid in. All right, here, this is how much I could do it for. They gave me the job, I knock them out, then I would go to somebody else and just keep getting jobs like that. But do you, so you were good at painting, though? You did say that. I started painting, yeah, and then I got good at everything. So, okay, so... Trial and error, basically. Yeah. Or you were just yeah. good, you know, because it's plastering. There's a lot of stuff. Like, That's what I'm saying. I, I how got, do you guys learn that? Is I got good at everything. Yo, you know what you happened? You don't go to school. How you does know, that happen? You know Chico? Do you know Chico with the bikes, Yami boys? Chico from St. Albans? We don't call names. We don't know him. We don't know <laughs> Well, no, nah, but all right. So, um, no, you're right. So, um, there was a couple of dudes. He, he got, it was a couple of dudes. Um, and they were really nice at stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I had already spoke to Cheek, so he said I could say it. Chico was really nice at electrical. He, he, no, I'm saying I did. I already spoke nah, to Cheek. He, he, um, he, he was really know. good at electrical and stuff like that. And there was a guy that owned the bodega on 193rd and Linden. Ah. Right? Ah. And I he lived you know. in Brooklyn. So he wanted me to come and paint his house. So I said, all right. I came. He had one of those real huge houses where the, even the attic was like eight, ten-foot ceilings. And so I painted it. Then he said he wanted some sheetrock done. So I went and got cheap. And cheap went and got this dope fiend, Walter, this one-eyed dope fiend. He said he was going to do the tape and he was going to do the sheetrock. And make a long story short, none of them did none of the work they were supposed to do. But even though he got the contract, I'm on the hook with this man because this man knows me. And I'm not trying to make where his family lives, you know, somewhere that's... You know, uninhabitable. So I went and I actually finished the work. I learned in that day. I stayed there for like four or five days, learning how to do plaster, learning how to do this. And by trial and error, I became continuously doing it. I came really nice at everything. Salute, that's dope. So I could do everything, towel, anything you want. I don't mess with electrical too much. I could do it, but I ain't trying to get you know popped. So I mean, towel. Do you, do you know how to like you know with the grout and stuff to make it everything, straight and all everything. that? You know, I could do, do different it, types you of towels. Try, try so, I mean, nah. I mean, I, <laughs> try, I, mean, I, I did <laughs> yeah, a trial I and never towels yeah, before. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know, I did it. You know, D. Yeah, I tried it. You know what I mean? Do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah you myself. tried it. How did it come out? It's okay. It didn't right. come out too good. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still there? I'd do it again, though. You would do it again? Yeah, I would. I would do it Your again. Your people would let you do it again in their house? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me no questions about like, it. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. um, but hold on. But hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So when you went to the Italians and mm-hmm. they gave you the contract, did you build any rapports with the Italians? Did Absolutely. You got to know Absolutely. some of them. Absolutely. You know, one of them... Um, one of them I did some houses in South Ozone Park. It was 23 family houses. And I did the drywall, taping, painting, and molding. And my guys, I used to pay them on Friday cash. But I would pay them um, at 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock in the morning. Just come in, you know, 7 o'clock, work these few hours, go home, you know, on Friday, do whatever you need to do for your families, your girls, your wives, your kids, or whatever, enjoy your weekend. But we had certain mentalities where some of them was coming back Monday broke. And I'm talking about, I'm giving dudes back in IDX in 87, 88 it came out, 89, 87, 88, I'm doing, I'm giving dudes twelve, thirteen, fifteen hundred $1,500 cash. 
They coming back Monday broke. They can't get a cup of coffee. You know <laughs> Look how you looked at him. You know what I'm saying? It's money. I hear money too. I just, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, um, the, one of the Italian guys, um, the father, pulled me up one day. And he said, you know, you come up here with this expensive truck and you have these guys working. He said, I know you're trying to... Um, he was he was he was being real, but he didn't want to be disrespectful. So he said, "I know you're trying to help all of your homeboys, you know, put them on jobs and stuff like that." He said, "But when they come on Friday mornings, they're supposed to be working." I walk upstairs and you got blunt ash all over the floor, like you know they cutting the blunt open and they leaving the tobacco on the floor and stuff like that. He said, "Listen, I'm gonna give you a secret." He said, "If you gonna work and be broke, then just go to the beach every day because you'll have more fun." He said, don't keep putting these guys on and doing this stuff, and I'm sure you're paying them and you're not even getting paid. Don't work and be broke. If you're going to work, make money. And that's what put me on from there. My mentality just changed. So what did you do? Got rid of them? Got rid of half of them because people don't respect it unless you do it. Unless you bring the hammer down sometimes, they don't respect that. You know, if you do it, then when you got rid of half of them, the rest of them perk right up and started working better. And did you build a close relationship, like understand, you know, the times? Did you understand their ways and how they do things? I understand enough. They brought me over to their house a few times, you know, wanted to talk to me about some serious things. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Some of them still owe me some favors, too, to be honest with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that was all because of the construction? All because of the construction. And did they show you how they start their construction company? Nah, because they, I mean, they didn't start it. Their pop started it. So this was stuff that was handed down. That's okay. what. That's what actually led me to start to understand generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not about, oh, I made a million dollars. It's about my pops made a million or two million dollars, and I flipped it to eight million dollars. Mm. That's why I can understand Trump's story. When everybody's running around, oh, Trump didn't really do anything. His father gave him a loan. Yeah, but his father made the money, no matter how he made it, gave him the money, and he he flipped it. So I don't care if he's worth eight billion, he's worth ten billion. Ain't none of y'all worth not one billion. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's why I understand generational wealth and how it's supposed to go. And I know we don't name drop, but there's any known Italians that we know that you might have been cool with? Any of them that we may know? I don't think you know them. You've probably heard of some of them that's, through that's the press okay, and things let's, like let's, that. Let's be, let's, I'll say let's that. Be, uh, whatever that word is. Uh, respectful. Not respectful. You cautious. Be, not cautious. Not I'm okay, being cautious. Not. Mindful, not mindful. I don't care about being mindful. Uh, <laughs> what word pick, are you looking let, for? Let, let, what does it start with, Flip? Precise. Oh, precise. precise. I would have yes, never thought time. about Let's that. Very good. See, Very see good. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, be precise. That. Okay, that's, wow. that's the mind of a woman. A black woman yeah, yeah. will put it right for you. I taught her well. Yeah. Um, well, okay. The, the, the thing I'm not is, gonna let him take no credit from you. You a black woman. Period. That's what it is, right? All right. So we. Your job is on the line. You be trying, you be trying to fight, you be trying to fight her anyway. Yeah. To, wow. You, to you know what's so funny? We can laugh at joke, but it's not going to divert from what I want to say. I'm going to no, go, go back ahead. to the question. Yeah, go back. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. No, 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 no. I, I know wow. what to do. I know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, wow. Flip. I'm just trying to give credit to black women. I didn't know you felt like that. Oh. Wow. You right, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Give all credit. Shout out myself one time. Man. Shout out to Mighty Two Time. Woo, 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 <laughs> Did you have any rapport with any Italian members that we may have heard of or you yes. don't want to say? Yeah, I did, but I'm not going to say the names. Can you tell us why? Why I have rapport with them? No, why you can't say their names if, you know, are they same, same reason I explained before. I don't put people's names out on anything, legit or illegitimate, uh, good, bad, or indifference, without first letting them know I'm going to do that. Respect. Mm -hmm. Even if some of them may be deceased? 
even if some of them may be deceased. Why? Absolutely. Because, it's, I... because of respect. You know what? I'm not respecting that. I'm respecting my relationship I had with them or still have with them. It's the relationship that matters. And that's the only thing that's going to get you anywhere you got to go. You know what's good about me? Good about you? Yeah, I'll tell you something. Let me teach you something about you me. You're going to tell me something. Nobody else is going to tell me what's good no, about no, you? No, no, no. I'll tell you okay. myself. I, I'll do my own one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And I think that's why that's what's not to make things unfair. You know, when you interview with somebody regular and they don't know things, it's like, okay. Yeah. But when, when I get a wind of something and I know things, and you can tell. When I know I go, you know things. Because your eyes go. I told, him over, I told him already. I, well, then I tell you, he's outside. like, this dude done, did research and everything. Else. I know you know but, things. But you're very smart, But though. then those are the things that you should know, should not. And be. I respect it, but I just want right. to know. And I respect it, but I would right. want to know, like, is it an honor thing? Or, or you don't want to establish that you have a relationship with these guys that might oh, have nah, been bad? Listen, I'm, nah, you know what it is? If I have a relationship with somebody and it was a relationship, Respect. that don't bother me one way or the other. I don't care about what other people think or say about a certain person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because if that's the case, I wouldn't be able to move where I move. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can govern the district I govern the way I governed it without that. You know what I'm saying? When we was there, there wasn't all these shootings. I was upstate when all these bodies started dropping. That didn't happen when I was home. Respect. You know what I'm saying? It's not happening now. Respect. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't because of that. And I'm not saying that I'm the reason why this stuff doesn't happen. But I'm saying is there's a respect that people have where they can come and talk to you. And they understand what you tell them is going to be right. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can get at me. I'm always in the street. And in order to be able to do that, people have to be able to trust you. And if they don't trust me, if I, if I get on here now and I start chatting about somebody because they're dead, they're going to think, shoot, he'll chat about me offline. So I'm, not, I'm never going to do that. Did you witness any of Italians do anything crazy? What? Fireworks? <laughs> Real fireworks. Fireworks. Fireworks is, is Did fireworks, you witness when you witness anything? Did no, you I'm not a witness to nothing. I'm not a witness I know. to nothing. Should you read my grand jury minutes. I, did he try to make me wear a wire. I'm not a witness to nothing. I come from South Jamaica, the old school South Jamaica. I don't do that. Let's go! A lot of Italians don't, you know, really... Well, the... the, the uh, the assumption would be like Italians don't get along with blacks. Mm -hmm. You know, how were you able to make that connection for them to get along with them, to, to get along? Because you look like you're a guy that stands your ground, or did you play possum? Did you act one way in front of them and act another way when you got back to the hood? If you looked at my prison record when I was in there, I ain't never played possum. You can nowhere have I ever played possum. New York City Council, nowhere. I don't I do not do that. But how did you do it then? How did, how, how, I did it just out did of they? mutual respect. It's just a respect. Yeah, thing. respect is an art. You know what I'm saying? Respect is not something that a lot of people quite understand. A lot of people, uh, they traffic in fear. A lot of people traffic in information. But very few people traffic in respect, right? And that's the most important commodity that you can have. A lot of applause for that. I like that, please. Mm. I like that. Is that real or is that a setup? Because last yeah, time yeah, he yeah, gave yeah. me something, he set me up right away <laughs> trying to come through. All right, wow. so so what so what happens next? Now you you got into this uh, gentleman's office, you know the guy, mm -hmm. you know, right. you started working. So what happens after that? After that, um, a couple other people took notice to me, um, and elected officials, and they just started wanting me to come around and do certain things for them. I guess it's the way I was moving and doing certain things. Um, so then. You said it wasn't plain either. You kind of went to the office and you kind of just kind of just fell into the. Just fell right into it. I wasn't. Trust me. I, and a lot of guys do this and this is their whole ambition mm. you know especially when they get around some of the political figures they want to be that because of 
the perceived power, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I say perceived because they don't understand power or influence. All they understand is when they come to a barbecue, they get to the front of the line or they get to wave and people want to take pictures, right? So um, that's what happened. And it just started snowballing. Uh, people just started calling me, asking me to do this, do that. Um, I started using the connections that I was able to develop to help people. You know, there's a lot of people that needed stuff. Uh, people were getting kicked out. People didn't have, the electricity wasn't on. Pipes was busting, all types of stuff. Cops was harassing them. So I just started doing stuff. The hospitals was closing in our area. Remember, they closed like four hospitals, St. George, Mary Immaculate, right, and all right. that in one yeah. year. You know, I wasn't going for that. I mean, these are my people. How are you not going to give them health care? How are they not going to have hospitals? What about the businesses that, that around the hospitals that needed that business? So we did that. We rallied. We went to Patterson. We tried to do everything. So then the union started taking notice, and it was the, it was that from there went on. How long before you were in this did you start taking it serious? Where you kind of knew like, all right, this is my like you know what I want to do. You know, um, <laughs> that's an interesting um, thing. I was I was fasting for seven days, right? Um, I was in a real crazy spot because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't have a road uh, a roadmap to get there. And um, I was with a specific senator. Um, a woman from his office called and said, listen, this guy works. And he, This is a guy that works hard. He works for like 16 hours a day. He's by himself. He's not somebody who had to drive or any of that. She said, can you drive him one day for me? And I said, all right, cool, no problem. Drove him. That day, we drove. We left 7 o'clock in the morning, and we went to uh, Rockaway Fish House at night. And this was like day 7 of my fast. And he said, um, he said, you want to go inside and get something to eat? I said, no, I'm not eating, but I'll go inside with you. And he said, why aren't you eating? He said, I have money. I looked at him like, I got like four or 5000 dollars in my pocket. I got more money than you. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I said, no, nah, it's not that. I said, you wouldn't understand because it's a spiritual thing. So I was that was my ignorance because I wrote him off thinking because he was in politics, he wouldn't understand spiritual things. Mm-hmm. We walked into the Rockaway Fish House. We walked in. A lot of the guys that I grew up under, like real street dudes, knew him. And they were like, hey, what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And he was giving them, you know, real respect. So I looked at him. I was like, oh, I thought this was just like some corny, you know. So we got back in the car. And he said, when God tells you what to do, you tell me. I said, God told me I'm going to do what you do. And from that day, he said, okay, we start working on it. I said, okay. I didn't know what it meant. I just said, that's what God told me. He said, we'll start working on it. From that day, the next day I was with him every day for four years. Never took a salary, never did nothing, but I rocked with him every day. He showed me everything. He took me everywhere I wanted to go, everywhere, into meetings with him and everything. It was so much so that when I got the next job, the staff was there, and they were like, you know, we was having a little party because I was leaving. And they was like, well, you leaving. Now we can divide up your salary. Right? We can all get raises. Oh, I know. Right? I, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Leroy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought, yeah, yeah, you ain't that good. Let, let, let me break something down real quick that, that that confused me a little bit. Good story, though. Nice I'm man. Saying it was the truth. And, and I respect you. Yeah. But this is my issue. Yeah. You just told me that you were with the Italians making all this money. Mm-hmm. And then you just said that you were at a, a, a pitchfork in the road. You didn't know which direction you wanted to go. Absolutely. Was it because that you were tired of doing what you was doing? Was it like, I'm tired of doing this? Like, did you want something new? Did you feel like, did you yearn for something better? 
Absolutely. That's what it was. It wasn't, and that wasn't an intentional thing. I just did not know. Respect. You know, and actually I had just started getting back into um, God. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I was heavy into the church when I was younger because I was made to go, you know? And then as I got older and could make my own decisions, I just fell back. And as I started going back into the church, that's when this, I guess it was like an awakening or something like that you would want to call it. Um, and I started praying and fasting on what was my next chapter to do in life. Mm. And that's how that was introduced to me. So, and then, so working, working, with, working with this gentleman, you know, mm-hmm. who I said his name, you, 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 for four years, you were working, you yeah. learned a lot from him. Incredible. Yeah, I learned integrity, learned a lot of stuff. I'm hard working, sacrificing for the community. Yeah, but what I didn't learn was the difference between sacrifice as something that was necessary with service mm. and sacrifice with service that was a burden. And that's what happened. I I took it as a burden instead of learning that it was just a sacrifice and service. So that's something that we can talk about as we go into it. <laughs> Why? Okay, so what's what's the next step? So now you're working, you know. And working with him. Um Yeah, they had a party for me, and they told me, well, write, he said, write down your salary so they know how much they're going to divide up. And I wrote down zero, and I gave it to him. They was like, no, hell no, we know this is a lie. We know you had to be making money. How you going to be with this dude four years, five years straight, and you ain't never got paid? You wearing the suit you wearing, you driving. And I was like, God just took care of me because I still had the construction and stuff going. And then from there, I jumped over to... um, doing some other stuff, running some campaigns, and still doing stuff in the community. Um, and then after that, um, another senator, I don't know, she was crazy, um, this particular one. And um, she came at me one day, and I didn't know enough not to flip back. So the person who I was with, who was taking care of me, she was like, you know, just just eat your food, because if you eat your food, you can't run your mouth off and flip out on her. But she said something to me one day, and I was like, you know what? Your ass ain't going to be in the office no more. So she was like, yeah, what you going to do about it? All right. And next year, she wasn't in the office no more. So then that person took me as a chief of staff, the new person. And I worked there. And then after I worked there, it was an opening, and I ran for office. Mm. Um, so you can't say those names neither. I'm not going to. I can, but I'm not going. I mean, if you you got them in front of you, but I'm not going. I'm Why are you not I'm going to? Not, Why? I just because to I don't know if those people, you know. It's not like there's no negative connotation with me okay. because those people helped me out all the way through when I was upstate. Well, four of them did. You understand? Five of them, they helped me all the way through. I make a phone call, they there, you know, whatever I need. It's like they, we, I have real relationships with them except for just one, and I'm not even getting into that. <laughs> I'm not getting into that one, so. Why not? It's just negative all the way around, bro. It's just not that kind of energy you want to get into. Why? Negative energy brings negative thoughts and make you want to go, you know. Negative thoughts pertaining to whom? I mean, we're to the, that person. <laughs> to that they may have negative person. thoughts towards you. No hell, no. Or you uh, may have negative. I thoughts may have negative you. thoughts, so I just. So leave if you it talk alone. about, so you just you just shut it off in your mind. Yeah, I just leave it alone. I keep my energy right. Why do we use the word? I think people use the word energy so loosely. Nah, I use it the right way. I just think people in general. Yeah, energy, I, oh, energy this, energy that, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 but yeah. It's always within. That, that, strategy, that, right? That's true. You know what it is? It's so always within. I mean, you have to look within. That's what I learned. Yeah. I, I learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. We always, all of us have the answers. 
we really have the answers, right? If we look within and if we take accountability, a lot of people do not take accountability Absolutely. and they look to blame others. Absolutely. And when you keep blaming others and others, you get lost of the of, of your issues. Your issues right. get swept under the rug. Exactly. And now you never cured those issues. Absolutely. So you add on top of your issues. Absolutely. And then they use this word energy, which is a wonderful word. I right. use it as well. Right. I overuse it. You overuse it. Yeah, I'm the one that overuse it. Oh, right. I'm myself, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I want to okay. blame you, but it's yeah. like me. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but you're taking accountability yeah. now. Yeah. You're yeah. looking yeah. inside. Your eyes are looking right. at me. Right, okay. You okay, me. okay. You got you. Like yeah, it's me, it's me. Um, okay, so... Oh, my God. Because the story, like, I have a lot of joints here. Go ahead. No, I, I, don't tell me when to go. Mm, I'm, okay, I'm, go I'm, I'm clear on that. I'm clear, it's your show. I'm clear on that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just want to... Okay, because four clear. years, the salary, you, you, you... Why? So the lady, can you tell us what the lady said to you that might have got you upset? What she was rude that you didn't want to respond or you don't want to get into that at all. Oh no, you know what it is? I forgot what she even said. I just knew it was something that was like, who the hell you think you're talking to? You know what I'm saying? That was your first time meeting her. She started talking like nah, that. Nah, this this was my second time meeting her. The first time meeting her, um, I had to drop something off from the party to her, and um, she was bugged out. Like she wouldn't open the door. She had screens and stuff like that. So I'm like, yo, I ain't drive all the way over here for this BS. So I just, you know, told them to open the door, and I just threw it in the door and left. And the next thing, she called, like, you know, I'm a state senator, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck, I care about, yeah, I don't care about none of that. Um, so that's what got her, I guess, in this thing, because they're so used to being, um, they, they're privileged, a lot of them, right? And they shouldn't even really have the feelings they have. But when they sit there for so long, this is what comes out of it. Um, and then the person who was taking care of me, who was my political mother, she really runs everything. Um, but this lady was somebody who she had a relationship for like 18 years or whatever. So I had to listen. So I, you know, I, I ate it. And then one day we was downtown eating and she said something else. And I was like, it's a wrap now. You know, you're just not going to be talking to me like that. You're bugging out. She was black? Yeah, she was black. Yeah, she was black. State senator, you said? Yeah, she was state senator. Yeah, go ahead. Try to put the timeline together. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's on, it's on, it's on. I see it. I see it. No, I just want to see what you're <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, so um, that's oh. what happened with her. You know what I'm saying? It's not the lady that, that secretly recorded you and all that. Nah, that nah. That's oh. the one I said we ain't talking about. That's oh, the she, one with the energy. Yeah, that's yeah, the one we ain't talking about. But she recorded you. Yeah, she recorded me. Absolutely. You got secretly recorded by this lady. Absolutely, but that's not the lady I was talking about. I know. Yeah, I got secretly recorded by that lady. Absolutely. Yes, we ain't sir. Gonna, we ain't going to jump together. I like that. That's yeah, accountability. Absolutely. I like that. You're a smart man. Yeah. You said, <laughs> was that the lady you were just talking about? You thought he was talking about the one he secretly recorded? Mm -hmm. I, I know who. I know who, uh, who are you talking about? He knows know. he from the hood. He knows yeah, who the senator was. Who's the lady telling me? He knows who the senator was. Senator what? Queen? Was senator what? I don't understand the politics, man. I see her. How you don't understand the politics? I seen her around too. I, I, you know. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I seen her around. <laughs> G money, we made it. Thank you, G money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nah, I see I, her well, listen, too. listen, listen, listen. And why you don't want to say her name? You not cool with her? I'm saying she out the picture. What I'm saying the name for. I said I'm not saying too many names. Period. Unless I already, you know, got it cleared. Hmm. You know, you got this interrogation type of thing. You think you could ask the same question like twenty times <laughs> and try to get a different answer, right? That's the answer. I mean, I mean, but 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 what, what I'm saying is that <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that listen, 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 listen. 
All jokes aside, you know, you told us she, why did she get out of office real quick? Can you tell us why? Yeah, because it was time for her to go. You can't just keep you know. Listen, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know, you you not you not gonna talk to me, you know, crazy out the side of your mouth or something like that. Um, I take it personal. So I know if you did it to me, you don't did it to a whole bunch of other people, right? So that's my that's my go time, and you gotta go. You gotta go. Did you get up? Did you get her? Or did you get her up out of there? Yeah, we worked that campaign heavy, and she lost that election. Absolutely, she lost that election right away. What no, did you What did you guys use against her? What did we use against her? Yeah, I mean, you know. Oh no, nah, I don't do that. Oh, you didn't need to do that. No, nah, you don't need to do that. I just hit the street. Yo, this is she got to go. That's it. Let the campaign handle the campaign. Let them do the mailers. Let them do that. I just hit the street. I called everybody in that district. Everybody who I knew called somebody in the district. And that's how it got She done. was out there the next year. Okay. And yeah, she was out of there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what you reading? The negative stuff about her? That's what you're looking at? Nah, I didn't was none of that. And I just want to make it clear, mm -hmm. you wasn't her chief of staff. That wasn't the one we talked about. Nah, uh-uh. Nah, uh-uh. I was the chief of staff to the one that you was talking about recorded me. Yeah. Yeah. I was her chief so, of staff. So, so we got out of there. I just wanted to walk us because before I... And then I, that one took her place. This one took her place. Yes. So you was, you was voting her for Her chief this. of staff. You, you, were, you were pushing for her to take her place. Absolutely. Okay, gotcha. And you used your connects in the streets, outside, mm -hmm. and, you know... Hand in hand promotion to move those know. votes. Absolutely. Yes, to move those votes. Mm -hmm. uh, did you do those votes legitly? Were they all legit votes? Yeah, yeah. Just what curious. Up? Just yeah. curious. Yeah. What do you mean? Do we have dead people voting and all of that? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's some sort of scams going around with voting, pretending to vote. I just want to know. Nah, it wasn't no scam. Nah, was, you didn't have to do that, right? Nah, I'll never have to do that. Mm, respect. Mm. No, so then Miss Shirley I mean, got in her seat, yes? Miss Shirley Huntley, yes? Ha, ha, go ahead, yeah, she yeah. she won the seat. All right, so now Shirley Huntley won the seat. Now, mm -hmm. let's, let's bring us to your relationship with Shirley. Mm-hmm. That was the chief of staff, executive chief of staff. And I you was, guys, were, you guys were, were good at the time? Yeah, we were good, absolutely. I went yeah. to Albany, um, did a lot of legislative things around, um, things that we needed in the community, came back, ran the district. Yeah, we got busy. We did stuff that nobody else was doing. We had those big fairs in Rochdale, family days, all types of stuff. I mean, just fun for the community, but we brought a lot of money back, too. A lot of contracts got done. A lot of state stuff was done. Yeah. When did things start turning turning sour? sour? Because now, before you ran for, because after, so you, and you said you ran for seat as well, yes? Yeah, I ran for council. Council and as I well. And I won, yeah. Yes. So mm -hmm. was that after you, after Shirley? Yeah, that was right after Shirley. Right after Shirley. Yeah, was, no, I'm sorry. I left her office in, I want to say, 2008, 2007, 2008. Um, I'm, I'm not great with dates. All it's the okay. I'm not going to take your time. And then um, I ran for office in 2009, and then I ran for office in 10. Um, the gentleman who I ran against in the city council in 2009, um, we lost. He passed away. I ran again in 10, and that's when I won. When and then what happened from there? When did things did things start getting sour from when you be when you ran for when you become when you became council? Did things start to go crazy from there? Nah, not really. Um, there's a whole bunch of backstories, you know, of 
things that some folks did, you know, that I, I, I'm not opening my mouth about, you know what I'm saying? But I got wrapped up into other people's, a lot of other people's bullshit. Can I say bullshit on YouTube? Yeah, you could. Yeah, I got wrapped up into a whole bunch of other people's bullshit, right? Um, and um, and you know, I'm just not, I'm just not the guy. So, um, Eric Schneiderman, the Attorney General, New York State Attorney General, started targeting us. Um, he was going after her, and the feds went after her. Um, the feds did surveillance on everybody. Uh, gave him my tape against a co-op. There was some type of agreement that they were supposed to be doing. The feds were supposed to be investigating Schneiderman. Um, and while they was investigating him, they gave him my tape and told him um, to leave me alone. Like, I was innocent. Like, they have other ways to verify it. They just don't do it off a of recording. They do it off of wiretaps and everything else. But there were some other things going on behind the scenes that I knew about. So he just, you know, once he found out he was under investigation, I guess his thing was to try to, like, discredit you. So he just called it coming heavy. Because my stuff was supposed to be dealt with civilly, and it was being dealt with civilly the whole time. Then as soon as Huntley's, uh, as soon as her indictment was opened up, I was in the city council. And the newspapers ran, I think it was like eight of us or something like that, or nine of us. And the other media ran all of our names and said, oh, we was all under investigation and da-da-da-da. But when my attorneys spoke to the feds and the feds put it out and they said, nah, he's no longer a person of interest. He's good. The only thing they did was remove my name from the list. They didn't say the Department of Justice has cleared this guy. They just said they just removed my name from the list because this is what they do, especially to black folks. Mm -hmm. So when they did that, he started his thing, and then all of a sudden it turned to criminal, which it should never have been criminal. It turned to criminal. Then um, there was a whole bunch of things. He, he tried to ask me to wear a wire on three separate occasions. I'm not doing that, bro. But he wasn't the first person to ask me. You know what I'm saying? I told the other person I'm not doing that either. I'm, I'm not doing that. I got to go back home. Where I live, you're not going to do that. You know, there's lethal outcomes to this. And when I come home, I got to come home and live. My family has to live. So, um... Uh, he did that. I told him no. Um, he did the grand jury. I stood up in the grand jury. I got the minutes um, and told him the only reason why I'm here is because I told you fuck you. I'm not wearing you because you have a you're you know you're a white guy with a badge and a gun. You think you can force people to do things? I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna go railroad people that look just like me, people that are innocent and stuff like that to try to get me off or something. I know I didn't do it in the first place. You know that's the worst thing in the world. So I took that. And he kept coming, he kept coming. And I was like, fuck it, let's go to trial. It's not like I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? We got enough dough to get some good attorneys, and we had some great attorneys. We had Chris Renfro, Akeisha, Akeisha Shabazz. We have um, Kevin O'Donnell. Um, you know what I'm saying? So we had some 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 heavy hitters. Steve Zizu. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have no, no you know, trial attorneys are not cheap. So I had a real good team. And we get in there, and we went to trial. And we went to trial. That courtroom was packed every day with people supporting me because they knew what it was. And everything I had, I had documentation for. But the judge decided not to let me have any witnesses, anybody that has any understanding of the constitutional legal matters knows that you have a fundamental right to have witnesses to present your thing. And this is what he did, which leads us up to where we're at now. I got a full reversal. You know what I'm saying? I got a unanimous decision from the second department. They reversed my whole thing and sent it back for trial. They're not trying to go to trial. They're trying to reverse the reversal. 
when you say your tape, you talking about the tape that she recorded you? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, what did she record you saying? No, she was asking questions. You know, just regular questions like, hey, what's this, what's this, Bob, boom, boom. Just, just questions. I guess the questions were to try to have you trap yourself up. You know, that's just what they do. They want to ask you a question like, um, so Flip, how's your new car? You'd be like, yeah, I love my new car. Yeah, it's an S-Class. Yeah, I love my S-Class, blah, 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 blah. Then later on, they'd be like, yo, that S-Class, that's like 80000 right? You're like, nah, it's a five hundred B. This is $115,000, $120,000. They'd be like, oh, but Flip, I thought you said that you only made $20,000 that year. So now they got you on tax evasion. You understand what I'm saying? This is how they try to wrap you up with different things. But there wasn't nothing on my tape. I was saying, yo, this dude is trying to investigate me. It was supposed to be an audit. It's $33,000. I wrote them a check for that. And still do your audit. I didn't say, stop, don't do the audit. Oh, my God, let me give you the money back. I said, I'll give you the check and continue to do your audit. And because he had that tape, he had that tape for a year and a half and would not let us know he had the tape from the feds and was able to fashion his attack against me based on that tape. So everything I said on that tape, I got witnesses to this. We did this event, we did this event. That's how he was able to try to format it so that when he presented it to the public court, the, the, you know, the public court mm -hmm. of public opinion, people would think a certain way. What were you accused of then? I was accused of stealing money from my not-for-profit, which was New York for Life. It was a not-for-profit that we did um, to help single mothers. Um, in certain situations, and I was accused of taking campaign finance money from the campaign mm -hmm. and getting a kickback from it and spending it. What's a kickback? A kickback is when, like, let's say I say, yo, G Money, I'm going to um, pay you $8,000 to do something from a contract, but you got to give me three grand back. That's a kickback. So they said it was a grand scheme to defraud and it came up to like $32,000 or $33,000. So, <clears throat> what about the, it said you was, you know, charged with uh, falsifying documents. That's what that's what, all, that's what it was. They had me for 18 felonies. What, so what happened to the uh, $11,500 check? So you used... Uh, that was it? part of, that was what they said was from the campaign finance. So they said that I wrote somebody a check for $11,500 mm -hmm. and they kicked me back 6000 or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So you, <laughs> I got it. I see the, I see. Right, the so they trick. said that that's how campaign finance, like they kicked it back and then they connected it to the not-for-profit and that's how they got so the So they're saying that you fraud. would write a check pertaining to the non-for-profit. No, a check to campaign finance. To campaign finance, yes. Right, and then but I they'll got give you money back. from that. Right, and they didn't do the work. They said they didn't do any work okay. and then they kicked me back the money to my, my not-for-profit. So that's what, so you had 18 charges. 18, yep, 18 felonies. Actually, I had 12, and then when I went and cop out, because they kept telling me they wanted me to cop out, I said no. They told my attorneys, well, we're going to find something else against them. Then they put six more against me in Manhattan so that I would have two cases to fight, so they would try to drain my money. So so we, at this time, did you know Miss Shirley had a... a, a uh, tape on you? Did you know that? Oh, yeah, you, at that time, yeah. yeah you, was we knew. Aware of, you was aware of everything. Of the already. CD itself, of the tape itself? Yes, yes. Absolutely, we knew. But you felt that she set you up? No. So you take accountability for what you said on that tape? Yeah, of course. The tape the tape helped me. The tape is what the feds used to clear me. The feds never brought no charges against me. 
The Fed said, no, leave this dude alone. It was exculpatory. Exculpatory evidence is evidence that proves that you're either innocent or leads to your innocence. The Fed said, no, leave him alone. But then the tape also, you said the guy used the tape against you. I said the AG did. Okay. Eric Schneiderman took the tape. Mm -hmm. And everything I had on that tape is how he fashioned his prosecution. So if I said on the tape, I'm not worried about this, I'll give him that check back, right? Mm -hmm. He had the tape, and by the time we started going through what we started going through, my lawyer was like, listen, go get this little $33,000 and give it to this dude and just let them do their audit. My lawyer, I wrote him a check. Now, all of a sudden, he don't have no response. He doesn't want the check. He won't tell us where to send the check to. Because I told him, I'm going to give that money back. I don't care about that. Right. So that's what he used to do it. So when it came out in public, he never told anybody, oh, yeah, he gave us the money back. He didn't say anything like that because he wanted to make sure public opinion went that way. I said, well, it doesn't matter because we have we've been doing the New York for life. We've been doing single mothers from 2008, eight, nine, ten. The grant was taken down in ten. Right. So mm -hmm. we have proof that we've done it. We have logs. We have pictures. Three or four hundred women every um, year at the Robert Ross um, Life Center, the Triangle Church mm -hmm. in Orbis Congregation, mm -hmm. every year. I said, we got the phone logs, we got everything. All of a sudden, we get to court, he doesn't want to bring that information in. No, we are not including those years, we only including this. Why not? The grant was supposed to be for that. No, we're not including this, we're not including that. So he used the tape of everything I said to fashion his prosecution against me so the things I said I know would clear me would not be brought in. And, and what year is this? That what, we went to court, or what year did it start? It start. This all started in, with him, started in 20, I want to say 11 or 12. 12, I think. Okay. With him started in 12 or something like that. But it also stated that you had uh, two prior arrest warrants. Right. What yeah, absolutely. When I was in construction, 15 years. So it was in, let me see, it's in 2010, 1995, 1994. I had... Um, 96, probably. 90, no, that's when it happened. Okay. But, you know, the event happened prior to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I had um, my construction company, and I did a job for a dude down in Tribeca. My business manager, um, he used to do a lot of work for dudes that was like rappers and dudes that did other stuff. So he was good at handling cash. He was like the, the second coming of Burt Badal. So Burt Badal did everybody. He was the second dude to everybody. Mm -hmm. So he was my business manager. So he got me this job. Um, doing this dude that was, he got a contract from HBO. So the guy had a Tribeca thing and he wanted me to do his office space. So I went there and did the office space, plushed it out crazy, ceiling fans, everything. So I'm asking the dude, where's the rest of my money? The dude owed me like $9,700 or something like that. And he was like, I'm not paying you. Uh, you left some, some masking tape on the floor. I said, masking tape on the floor? I said, that's from when we covered the floor, so we wouldn't get no paint on the floors. I said, I'll come by there and clean that up, no problem. We went by there. The young lady I was with at the time helped clean. We cleaned that place from top to bottom. She even got some type of chemical in her eye and was, like, having a fit. I mean, we really got busy on this job. So I called him back, and I said, yo, where's my money? Like, you know, you got to pay. I'm not paying you, blah, 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 blah. I said, all right, I'll just come to Jersey and get my money. So then he got quiet over the phone. And he's like, what does that mean? I said, I'm coming to Jersey. You coming to my house? How do you know where I live? You think I'm going to do work for you and not know where you live? Like, I do background on everybody. Mm. So I went to the business manager. I was like, yo, you gave me this guy. You got to get my money from him. I'm not playing with him. I got to pay people. He said, no, he wasn't paying me. I said, I'm coming to take my shit out. 
So I went to the building. I got the receipts for everything. You didn't take possession of the property yet. So I went and took the ceiling fans and stuff down. This dude called the police. <laughs> Said that I came in. I tore up his spot and blah, blah, blah. We had no destruction in the spot. I took some ceiling fans down that were really expensive and some other stuff that I had the receipts for. But because I wasn't, I didn't go to business school, right? I wasn't raised like in that arena where I didn't know that this wasn't correct. I'm thinking, you didn't move in yet. This is my stuff. I got the receipts. They gave me a case for that. But the case, they told me, pay them $2,500 and get an ACD, which is a uh, acquittal, contemplating dismissal. Mm -hmm. You don't get in trouble in a year, they dismiss it. No problem. Boom. Pay it off. My business manager has seventeen five of my money. Just go ahead and pay the dude, right? He never paid the dude. I mean, he never paid the court costs. So when he didn't pay the court costs, I guess they issued the warrants. But what was crazy is I've been down there, and I have four or five elected officials, NYPD officers, everybody went with me because warrants kept popping up under my name. Warrants, I had double homicide warrants. I had robbery warrants. I had warrants with all types of warrants. They used to take me to 113th Peace, and I used to sit there for eight, nine hours, and the warrant would disappear. They would say, hey, we, we guess it's a ghost warrant. What is a ghost warrant, bro? But this is what happened. One time I was over there in Rochdale and Gabriel, across the street over there where the, um, the buildings is at, on 130, I think it's 130, no, 137. Whatever that is coming out of the mall parking lot, right there behind, by the by the door, you know, where, where you pass Baisley. Mm -hmm. I was over there one time, car pulled up behind me, said he was checking my license, checking this, gave him my license and stuff. Five cars pull up, helicopter pull up. I'm like, yo, what is this about? You got a warrant for a double homicide. And da, 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 da. I'm like, yo, y'all, this is crazy. This went on for years, though. Never had a warrant, though. DA branded in Brooklyn. DA branded in Manhattan. These are DAs running my name. No nice hit numbers. Nothing came back. When I went into office, something happened. And I told one of these DAs, I'm not wearing a Y on certain people because they was trying to make a case for something that happened in my election. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And all of a sudden, now, this mysterious warrant pops up for 15 years and Cy Vance came after me. And I was like, yo, this is supposed to be an account to, it was supposed to be an acquittal uh, contemplating dismissal for $2,500. Here's the $2,500. Why am I public enemy number one? Yo, they had me on the front of the newspaper five days in a row. Why am I public enemy number one for something that the city council did a background check for and couldn't even find it? Did you destroy the place? No, I didn't. Did you? I didn't. I didn't. You did know what you? I did? I went in. I took some ceiling fans down. What else you took? Some ceiling fans, and I think that was it. It was like, oh, some track lighting. Yeah, I took did some track anything? lighting down. Like this track lighting here. It's kind of yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't watch out. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah. old. You need to update that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's cute. <laughs> did, did, did you break anything? No, nah, I didn't break anything. Didn't break nothing in the mirror. I built it. I'm saying I built it. So, so that wasn't that, my thing. It said that you were admitting to uh, stealing items and damaging property. It was a no. The thing was criminal trespass. I think in the third degree. That's what it was. When we did that. When we did the criminal the, mischief. Yeah, right, yeah, criminal, yeah. criminal mischief. Right. That's what it was. And the DA came after me. Had me in the Daily News for my next election, which was in, which was in 2011, trying to make sure I lost the election. I won anyway. But when but when you uh, when you admit to something, did you not look at the paperwork that they that that might have stated that damaging property? Because what did you pay the fine for? What were you paying? The I fine was paying for? the twenty five hundred dollars because that's what they told me to pay to to let this shit for go what? for a year. Because I told you I went in and took the stuff, and when my attorney said, that may even be though damaging you felt property, 
When you take ceiling fans down? Yeah, but you damage. No, nah, you don't do. That's not damage. So what's the, so but, but, but why they have damaged your property here? I, I read it. It's there. Uh, that's what. That's what they put into it. That's what so they put you didn't into know the, they put into it when you when. No, nah, this I didn't know. So you, to, you asked me. You asked me why would you cop to something, right? That's what I asked. Right, and what I'm telling you is, when my attorney explained it to me, he said, even though you feel you're right, legally you are wrong. So to make this go away. And for you to keep your construction going and for you to go ahead and make money and not be incarcerated, then we're going to make this deal. You're going to get an ACD. They're going to dismiss it. It won't be bust down to a mis- It would be dismissed and you pay this guy $2,500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. go ahead. That, that's yeah. simple as that. That's what it was. I know situations that happen like that. And if you had to go to court for that, would the lawyer or whoever told you that, would they be able to go on the stand and state that I did give him, because I know a situation like that that happened in my family where mm. a lawyer gave the advice, but the lawyer, shout out to Hammerman, he came and testified that he did say that. Absolutely. That's so the, that's the, an affirmative defense. If, you're, okay. if your attorney tells you to do something and you get in trouble for doing it, that's an affirmative defense. Your mm. attorney can do it. That's what they try to wrap me up with. When they gave me the case in Manhattan, they then tried to say that they were going to call my attorney as a witness. My attorney was like, you can't make me a witness. But what they did was they wanted to do that so they can conflict another one of my attorneys off of my case. Because the more attorneys you force me to get, the more bread I got laid out. Right? Every time you go get an attorney, depending on what level of attorney it is, you drop a 40 or 50 grand on a, t- a retainer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just making numbers up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my first attorney is Chris Renfro. Monster. He's mean with it. Yeah. Right? They told him he couldn't represent me, but never gave us a reason why. So he said, yo, I don't know what games they playing, but I'm going to put you on to Steve Zizou. I went and got Steve Zizou. Steve Zizou was tearing him up. Dropped when they, when they put this, the next set of felonies on me. Mm-hmm. I had 18 felonies all together. We went into court one day. He said, listen, I'm not, I'm not even playing with them. They went back and the chambers came out. They dropped half the felonies. You understand what I'm saying? So Steve was eating them up. Respect. Then they started doing stuff. Uh, they went through all my emails, right? We said, well, you, you had a warrant to go through the emails. Where's your taint team? You're supposed to have a team of prosecutors that separate. UNG money. Y'all on the prosecution. Y'all are coming after me. You're supposed to have a team that has nothing to do with the prosecution mm-hmm. go through my emails and then see what may, when, what um, emails may have been talked to my attorney about and then take those out and give you everything else because they attorney-client privilege, right? They said they did this. So Steve was like, you couldn't have did this. This is a federal standard. Show us the Taint team. Show us the, the IDs of the members of the Taint team. They didn't do it. A few months later, the lead prosecutor wrote us a letter and said, I'm in receipt of a couple of your emails. Wait, wait a minute. How are you in receipt of our emails if your team just told us that y'all had a Taint team? That's impossible, right? Mm-hmm. And they were attorney-client privilege emails. Where there's one, two, three, or four, there's a hundred. So these are the things that they were doing. So they made a warrant appear back up from 96 or 98. We went, when I got into the city council in 2010, mm-hmm. they did an exhaustive background check on me. Mm-hmm. They found out I owed a ticket and I think it was Virginia, North Carolina. Don't quote me because I don't want nobody to tell me I'm lying. Right. But it was a southern state and I owed like 18 cents. True story. That's what the, the, the city council found. Cause they send investigators out to find all of that. You put a little, a little cash thing, a little, you know what I'm saying? G money, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> no, if you add it, that's, that's about eighteen Why cents. Why would you play that? That was about eighteen cents, right? It's about there. eighteen cents worth. Hold on, let me, let me check it out. Let me play it again. Yeah, that sounds about eighteen. That's about eighteen cents, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So all of that, there no one found this warrant. But because I didn't do what this DA wanted me to do, he found the warrant. He, he put so, it out. So there. okay. So then, what about the 2002, uh, the 2002 warrant for Nassau in Nassau County? That was construction too. What happened? That was I had a. Nah, nah. That you know what it was? That was a, a job that I did. Right? It was an HPD job. Uh, what does that I mean, think HBD? It was uh, it was a housing and preservation job where um, I forget the exact title. I think it was two o something, where they would give people money and they would draw down on the mortgage to do the construction. Mm-hmm. But it was real big at that time. I had a license to operate in Nassau County, mm-hmm. but again, and I'm taking responsibility. I didn't know you needed a license to operate in every little town in Nassau County. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So I operated in Nassau County, and the feds paid me. The mortgage company paid me all of my money. So there's a thing called contingency where they hold 10% of the money back in case something goes wrong. You don't do a job, or you don't do part of the job, and they can pay somebody else. During this job, the lady's house had termites. The whole walls had to be replaced. All types of stuff went on in this job. And I had a few jobs with things. You know, it's a contracted thing. But at the end of the job, she wanted these custom-made cabinets. Okay, great. Go get custom-made cabinets. You know, you like it. I love it. That's the standard you want to live at. That's beautiful for me. But she went and paid for the cabinets and was holding my check up. The bank wrote her the check. She was supposed to, you know, it was doubling doors. She was supposed to give me my money. So I'm waiting three or four weeks and didn't get my money. So I'm saying, well, where's my money? Oh, well, I had to do something. But here, she wrote me a check. Please don't cash in until this day. Please don't cash in until this day. I'm going right to the bank. I'm putting my money in there. You're starting to sound a little crazy. Went right to the bank and put my money in there. We finished the job off. She flipped out. She didn't have money to pay the cabinets and blah, blah, blah. The people took the cabinets out. So I guess she made a complaint or something like that. So when that happened then, it brought up enough press. That happened. So I paid it off. Just like that. It was no problem. What do you mean you paid it off? I paid it off. You know, it's fines. It's a, you have to pay for stuff. It's like you pay for school. If you mess around and you mess up, you got to pay for it. Hey, well, listen, don't don't watch what I got to pay for. You, oh, you, you hypothetically speaking. No, I'm just like, I wasn't oh, talking hey, about you. Uh, no, I'm saying, you know, okay. it's, 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 I, didn't, I didn't go to B school, right? So because I didn't go to B school, I was running a business off of what I, I knew and what I thought. Right? If I would have went to B school, if I would have went to uh, uh, law school, I would have known, even though this dude didn't take possession of this property, and I had the receipts and everything, if I take anything out of that, then that's a problem. I'm breaking the understood, law. Understood. So I didn't know that. So when my lawyer approached me with that, I'm like, boom, I learned now that $2,500 plus the $9,700 he owed me was just a lesson. I just learned it. Had to so you paid that to the L. And then, but paid in 2002, it. when the situation happened, you, when you say you paid it, did you pay it in... Later on, when they brought the warrants, nah, you paid, I paid it back then. Nah, I didn't even know about it. I didn't know about oh, you that. You know she made a complaint. Nah, I didn't know she made no complaint because I'm looking at it like, what are you talking? And their their issue was I I worked I did work in the town without a license. Look at it, it says unlicensed something. I right? see it. Okay. Yeah, because I had a license operating an unlicensed construction business. Yes, I had a license in Nassau County, but I did not have a license in. I don't even know what town that was. I mean, Nassau, Hempstead, and all these different... I don't even know what town it was, but each town you had to have a license in. Did not know that. Let me so say I paid this. for it. May 7, 2014, you were arrested as a part of the yep. corruption investigation. Right. Multiple counts of fraud and grand larceny right. in connections with more than 30000 in public $33, funds. $33,000. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, $3,000 right. less. That, that went missing from a charity he ran. 
Right. Right. Where were you when you got arrested? I turned myself in. I went, to the, in. I so went they, to the precinct so, over there so, on Queens Boulevard. Okay, cool. I think it was a 112 precinct. I'm not sure. I don't remember. What are you guilty of? Right now? Mm, no. What, what, am I, what am I guilty of in this case? Yeah, what were you guilty of in that Absolutely case? nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm guilty of, of not keeping my records the right way, maybe. I might be guilty of telling the AG, fuck you, but that's what I'm not. That's the only thing I'm guilty of. That's it. You didn't take any money. I didn't take, come on, it's $33,000. Bro, I got th- literally I got forty thousand dollars in neckties. What I'm gonna take thirty three thousand dollars for? Are you kidding me? Up thirty three thousand dollars? I'm gonna ruin my career with thirty three thousand dollars? But that's probably what they could find. No, because they said this. Read, read what you just said. No, no, no. Don't worry about. No, what I, I know because you don't might try not to be. Trick me. No, don't I'm saying you me. might not be comprehending what you just said. No, I, I, no, I heard, but 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 sometimes okay, we all know the law. No, I'm not talking about the we, law. We, we, we I'm try saying to find out what they could pay. They talk, don't get everything. But nah, they, they get some. No, 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 no. Because they said that it was from a not for profit that I ran, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Of okay, course. so did they say that I put seventy four thousand dollars of my own money in a not for profit? No, they did not. They released. They didn't put that in a press statement, right? No. They released that I brought a, a Louis Vuitton bag. Yes, from the money, right? Yeah. Okay, that was bullshit. Did you buy the Louis Vuitton? Yes, bag? Yes, I did buy the Louis Vuitton bag. The Louis Vuitton bag. Cost seven hundred fifty dollars. Very nice bag, right? Yeah. No, it was a little bullshit bag. It wasn't but, a very nice. It was a small one. No, it's a speedy bag. This be the speedy purchase. But you bought it. Well, you got the money yeah, for the buy. No, check this out. I brought it. Right? Do you have business account? Do you have business? Don't oh, ask me about me. Okay. If you, <laughs> you have, all right, check this out here. All right, check this out here. Now, if you have a business card, listen. If you have a business card, a bank card, right? I got a business card. Okay, yes. your bank card and your personal card back then were the same colors. I'm, I'm real facts. They were all no. blue. They were all blue. They were all no, green. You made a mistake. No, but check this out. I'm going to show you how I can prove I made a mistake, right? I paid for half the bag in cash, and I put the other half on um, on my card, right? Wait a minute. Listen. Yo. <laughs> he always going? goes in his nah, corner. Man. Good. Yo, go in the corner. Go in the corner. in the corner. All right, good. You Yo, sit G, there. What's up with your man, G? So, G, let me explain it to him, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say right So, here. let me explain it to you. Sorry. We did a press conference on New York One, right? Disputing what he said. Because, and you can look it up, go on the New York one and find it. Three days later, when the statement came to me, it was only $300. I put the money right back in the bank. I said, oh, you understand what I'm saying? But it wasn't illegal for me to buy the bag. So the headline was, I brought a bag, but it was never illegal for me to buy the bag. If you watch the press conference from the indictment when he did it, they asked him, they said, oh, and he did a single mother's luncheon. He did, he, and he did this and he did that. And they said, well, did he break the law? Did he steal when he did that? He said it wasn't unlawful. So what is it, unethical? It wasn't shit. <laughs> it was him fronting to try to make something out of it because he had to run the next year and he was trying to shut me down because if you fast forward to when I was incarcerated in 2018, what happened? Did you Google Eric Schneider in 2018? He had to resign for beating them four women up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's what I knew about. That's why he came after me. And I got affidavits from attorneys and everybody else that proves that we knew about that. Let's move How would on. I know about Let's move that? On. No, you, that bought, you bought the Louis Vuitton bag by mistake and then you end up... No, I didn't buy the bag by mistake. I intentionally no, bought the bag. You bought the, intentionally, but you bought it with the wrong card, yes? Yeah, yeah. But then you put the money back, yes? Money went right back. Did a press conference in New York One. Money went right back. He never mentioned it again. Money went right back. Mm. But by that time, the media was flooded because he's like, he's living high off the hog on children's things and he bought a Louis Vuitton bag. Bro, you know how many Louis Vuitton bags I have? How much? Tell us. 
Enough. We don't know. We don't. Enough. Don't do that, G. Don't do enough. That. Keep doing it, G. Because there's a few more than that. Enough. That's nothing to me. And I said this in the grand jury. That's probably why the people wasn't happy about it. I'm not going to sit there and apologize about the lifestyle that I live. Did you I take any money? In, not a dime. Did, let me ask my question first. You ain't got that. You said, did you, I take any money? Pe pe not a dime. I, 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 let me finish my question. Go ahead. People that you around, yeah. what, 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 people that you around yeah. as well, that we know very well, yeah. I wanna, you know, yeah. was accused of yeah. using money. Was accused of using money. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want to say no names, man. But people. That oh, oh, well, you shouldn't say any names because that's there's some lethal outcomes. You should not yeah, say any names. I, 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 but but check this out. No let's 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 go. I ain't talking about you, but you know damn well what I'm talking about. But let's let's go let's go let's go into this right. The prosecution brought forth 19 witnesses. Respect. 19 witnesses. Not one witness can say that they was there for anything except to validate a receipt from a store. Right. Mm -hmm. None of it was illegal. Not one witness can say it. even the witnesses that they have. And I'll give you the um, testimony, certified court copies of the testimony, even the witness that they had that came down from the comptroller's office. And they was asking him if I stole the money, or anything else. When my attorney asked him all this stuff was done in cash. He said, yes. He said, can you prove that he did not use his money for the fervence of New York for life? No, I cannot. Why are we here? If you can't prove it. Why are we here? Go ahead. But, I'm but, saying. But what I'm asking yeah. you is that can you sit here and say that, yo, Flip, I didn't use any of the money for my charity for any personal use. We know a lot of people. Nah, do, we we know people personally that do it. That's accused of doing it. I don't know if they did it, but it's accused. Yeah, but. In Queens. But. but huh? Oh, shit. Huh? Yeah, 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 Absol yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but let me, let me, let me tell you. What the shots at? Let me tell you. Shoot them. Let me tell you what the distinction is. Let me tell you what the distinction is, right? The distinction is this. When you, lose, when you use money for an unintended purpose, like uh, we had a congressional member, right, down um, who had a famous father, and they wrapped him and the wife up because they used campaign funds to buy $30,000, $40,000 in drapes, right? That's campaign money. You know you're not supposed to be using it for that intention, right? Got you. When I have a grant... And you give me a grant in 2008, and I don't take the grant down until 2010. But the grant was given in 08, and I'm doing the work. When I get the grant money in, I'm supposed to be reimbursed because that's what they told me. So if I'm using now for my reimbursements, to me, that's what it is, right? So when we get into it, and you want to talk about, okay, well, no, you use the money and you want to tell everybody in the, in the media he used the money to buy shirts and different things like that. Okay, cool. But what's the difference? If I'm buying the shirts and stuff, isn't that a record of me doing it? Why would I try to hide something that I'm stealing? Because you said, not you, but they said I was doing everything in cash to get kickbacks, right? Yes. Why the hell would I switch from kickbacks from cash to check to show that I got the money? Why would I use a card to go out and buy shirts and stuff? I got dudes that I went and bought shirts for right now that they got jobs for because of that. Respect. You understand what I'm saying? So why would I use a card and stuff like that to prove it? Unless in my mind, I'm thinking these are all reimbursements. So you basically it was a misunderstanding. That's what, and, that's, and that's an affirmative defense. You understand what I'm saying? Understood. Because if I'm thinking I'm supposed to get paid back, which you told me, that's mm -hmm. what it was supposed to be. But when you want to hold back half the information, when you don't want anybody to do it, you know they actually put in the press that I wore a wire? Go to the New York Post and, and Google Wills wears a wire. Don't tell us what to do. 
Don't tell us, dude. Don't tell us. Right. You're right. Don't tell us. You know what? Don't, don't go into the New York Post <laughs> and Google Wills, Wills, and Why. Don't do that. Yeah, don't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. I don't want you to do it. Don't don't touch that damn keyboard and Google that. All right. Listen, listen, listen. So let me ask you a question. You 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 you've been in the street. When you wear a Y.O. and you cooperate, who are the parties that know you've been in cooperation? You, mm-hmm. your defense attorney, and the prosecutor, right? And if you run around and tell it anybody else, then I don't know. I don't know anybody that does that, right? So we had another press conference because when the New York Post called me, I said I just went to the grand jury and I just told them I wouldn't wear a wire. That's why I was there. And if you print it, I'm suing you, right? Mm-hmm. When you do legal work and you have somebody who sues you, if you don't answer to that, if you don't say, no, we didn't do this, the New York Post did not say our reporters did not, not know about the information. They didn't, they, didn't even, they didn't even print that I said this wasn't true. They just printed this. So if they printed this, what I'm saying is to them, and I did another press conference, I'm saying release the recordings. Right? You mm-hmm. said I wore a wire. Release the recordings publicly. Mm-hmm. You said I wore a wire. Release the transcripts. Tell me who I wore a wire on a date and, and release that shit publicly. Because I got to go back to my neighborhood. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got to go stand with dudes like the Fatados and everybody else. And I, they told me I could say it because they've been on your show. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I got to go stand with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That, you know what I'm saying? So these dudes is verifying like this dude ain't do that. Right? But the New York Post never answered that. The New York Post said I filed my lawsuit late. Hmm. I filed it two days late. That's why it should be kicked out of court. They never said they, they, that I was lying and I didn't wear a wire. So what I'm saying is, who put the story in the paper? I didn't wear a wire, so it couldn't have been me. It couldn't have been my defense attorneys because I didn't wear a wire. So who, and they said in the article that they got this from a, a credible source. Who could have been a credible source if the only other person was the prosecutor? You understand what I'm saying? Now, why would they put that in the newspaper, knowing the neighborhood I come from, knowing I deal with very serious people? Why would you put in the newspaper that I wore a wire? And you know what their defense was? Well, when you cooperate with law enforcement, it's a good thing. I'm not, I don't know what world you people live in, but that's not the world I live in. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if I was cooperating with law enforcement, who was I cooperating against? You understand what I'm saying? So that means you you have a whole bunch of other people that are corrupt and there's a whole bunch of other stuff going around? No, because there was a couple of people, there was assemblymen and a couple of people up in the Bronx that did that. You understand what I'm saying? And that's, what he, that's what he tried to do. So no, that uh, all of the stuff that they did and people need to go, I mean, most of the people in my community is with me. Most of the people when I was upstate, I had sergeants, CEOs, everybody telling me they read my files, they knew this was bullshit. Who gets a two to six first time offense for stealing $32,000? Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. And you kept it real, but so if you did use yeah. any money, you thought that you were supposed to get it back. Reimbursed. You, you thought you were being reimbursed. Because I put it out. Because you put it out. I paid for everything. Got it. Yes. Got it. Got and it. they gave me credit for $13,000, but for one event. How did you raise money to get money for these events? And stuff? I paid for it out of my pocket. Who gave you money for the charities, though? Like, so how did walk us through the steps of how you get the money for out charities. of my pocket? So you that's it. There was a couple of unions that gave me some checks when I went to go buy turkeys and stuff like that. You never got money for the city. No, I didn't get money from the city for that. No, this that's what's in dispute. Was afterwards I got a check for the state to do the events, but I had already paid for the events. Therefore, I should be reimbursed for it. So what about the grants? 
that you got in that's 08. the grant oh, that's the one you're talking about the grant I, the, the, the grant it was thirty three thousand dollars. the grant was given in 08 you said that, I got it. and i didn't bring it down until 2010 got it so uh, everything from your charity was it from my with, pocket with, with, with the moms and stuff taking my pocket hold on let me let me finish my statement okay oh, oh your pocket your pocket oh, go ahead everything for the charity <laughs> yeah because remember your charity is supposed to be for single moms yes yes and what else Single mothers, um, we did single fathers yeah, luncheon. Kids with obes- obesity, right? Kids with obesity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and, and mental health issues. So that's your right? charity. It, it, it was to do anything with it, anything in there. Single fathers luncheon, single mothers luncheon, obesity campaign for children, plus any mental health um, issues and things like that we can we can deal with, with youth, ob- youth um, related issues like that. Anything, and, a, a clean up strip, anything I wanted to do, we could do with that. And you rent. put your own money. I put my own the money. The city, no, no, no. You no. didn't get no, so, no don- magical donations from nowhere. No, I got a donation from, I got a donation, a couple of donations from the union. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, a couple of donations that. from some unions, and I got a donation from one dude. And that's the check that they said was from the campaign finance, and that was supposed to magically make a That was $11,000 check? No, it was not. It was $6,000. $6,000. That's Who's all the dude? it was. <laughs> we ain't doing that. Hmm. We ain't doing that. Respect. You know the dude. We I know, ain't doing I know. that. I, yeah. You also got locked up in 2015. 15? said you got arrested in 2015 again, charged with five felony counts. That's the counts that they put on me in Manhattan for me to break me because I wasn't copping out in Manhattan. Failure to disclose right. financial dealings right. and five separate disclosure right. reports. Right. Filed with the city's conflict of interest board city between conflict of interest 2012 2014. Right. They had no jurisdiction over that. That was supposed to be the district attorney. The district attorney did not bring those charges. Why the district attorney didn't bring those charges? Because that's something common. You forget to put something down on your forms. The damn attorney general that's there now did it. The speaker did it for a million dollars. How the hell you forget a million dollars on property? So, but, 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 but how you forgot? I didn't forget. But how you forgot? The, I did but, not but, forget. Hold on. Look what you just, I, I, I put I, it down. I just got you. I just got you. You didn't get me. You just said that damn... The, 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 what? They just forgot to put the million dollars down, but then you're saying that you're trying to make an excuse of how you forgot. Absolutely you not. You forget it. Absolutely sometimes not. Sometimes you forget, yes? I, I said people do forget. I said, Did you forget? No, I did not forget. You never forget to put nothing down? I didn't forget to they put it down. They said failure to disclose right. financial dealings. Right. Were you, were you, did you fail to disclose the financial Absolutely dealings? Absolutely not. I got advice from, see, um, from the Conflict of Interest Board. You're supposed to go into the council of the Conflict of Interest Board. Okay. And they told me, if you have a corporation... You put down your ownership stake in the corporation. That's okay. Period. My mom, Marie Delu, she tells me that. Okay. That's true. Period. Right. If your corporation own or owes money or has borrowed money or whatever else, you do not put that down. You put down the stake in the corporation. Period. Okay. So what they went and said was, I didn't put down some loans, so I must have been hiding the loans. Failure to disclose. Okay. Failure to disclose. That's not true. Why you didn't put down the loans? Though? Because the lady told me to put down the stake. In the corporations, I just want to see if I can catch you. I just you ain't gonna catch me. I am because prior, no, you didn't. Because prior to that, prior to that, I, they prior to that, it was two thousand and I want to say twelve or thirteen, and they had me amend. No, actually, it wasn't even two thousand twelve or thirteen. I think it might have been two thousand eleven. They had me amend because on my thing, when they asked me about all of my financial disclosure, all of the money that I made. I forgot that time to put down one corporation I had that I made some money from a union, and they told me, come down there and amend it because it was no big deal. Now, if you go back and look at conflict of interest, if people are really serious about it, go back and look at the conflict of interest um, disclosures for members all the way back, and look how many times members were allowed to amend, amend, amend. Why didn't they allow me to amend then? 
because they had already told my attorney, if I don't cop out, they're going to find something else to do to me. And that's the case they put on me so that I would have to now go pay another attorney in Manhattan. Remember I told you that they put you did, another you case did, on me and then try to force a conflict with my attorney, Steve Zizou. And that's how they forced the conflict because Steve Zizou was representing me during that time. And what they said was, oh, we're going to have him come on the stand. You can't have my attorney testify against me. And if you do, he's going to hurt you. So you know you're not going to call him to testify. So what they did was they act like they was going to call him to testify so that he would have a conflict that wouldn't be able to represent me in Queens. So now you got me done went through three attorneys now. You understand what I'm saying? And you, you posturing like you ready for trial. So then I had to go get Kevin O'Donnell. When I got Kevin O'Donnell, they was pissed off about that too because there's another top-notch attorney. You understand what I'm saying? So that's all BS. Now Kevin O'Donnell uh, laid out the trial in such a way where you know if you're a judge, it's unconstitutional for you to tell me I can't have witnesses. Let's stop. Let's stop right there. You can't do that. But he did it. And he secured, he, they secured a conviction. You know what, though? I have to say this, and, and I, I have to apologize for this. <laughs> but you know that you know that uh, that you earlier when I asked you, mm. my man. But earlier when I asked you, I said, "Yo, did you use any money from the charity?" You said no. Right. Then you stated after that, the money that you did use, yes, you thought you would get reimbursed. You know that's that is uh, contradiction. Not really, because in between that, I clarified it with the state the statement about the Congress member who used money for an attention that he knew it was against. Remember, I said that he used campaign finance money. Yeah, yeah, right. So don't don't push me. Don't 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 do that. Don't write me. Don't try to bully me. Don't try to bully me. So so your cases were delayed a lot, right? You had medical conditions. I had medical issues, severe medical issues, real medical issues. Yeah, real medical issues. Okay, I went to North Shore. Um, for a catheter, and they butchered me, and I was messed up. I had to have like six surgeries behind that. Did you sue them? Four to six surgeries behind that. Did you sue them? No, I tried to. I did try to. I mean, this is shit that really happens. I did try to, mm-hmm. but the attorneys that I guess we were going to get were they didn't want to touch it because I had a criminal case going on. You understand what I'm saying? Got so it. that's what happened with that. And the way the law is set up, um, because their lobby is so powerful, you can't you can't bring a case after two years. And by that time I'm incarcerated, so how am I bring a case? An effective case. There's other ways to go after them. I can yell North Shore, North Shore, North Shore did this to me all day in every media outlet and they're gonna have to approach me because they know they're gonna get too many ne- too much negative press. You know, I'm glad you're doing this. This is this is why we're here. This is important because people live their life off of sound bites, and unless they have somebody that's really going to dive into something and ask mm-hmm. you questions for real and try to trip you up, then you know what I'm saying. So you think I'm trying to trip you up? Yeah, that's what you do. That's your style. <laughs> so, 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 you know what I'm saying? But I mean, everything I'm, I'm saying is true. I'm not I trying to trip you. I, I mm. mean, I mean, you keep you keeping it a hundred. Yeah, I am. But this is why I asked you in the in the. This is why I didn't understand the form. But you're smart. You're smart. What you're doing is that you know how I'm gonna come. You no, imagine. I don't. Pause. You imagine. So uh-huh. what it is that you you you, you <laughs> I said, said no? I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you yeah, that, that was a good one. You knew I, you knew I was gonna do this. So. You already said that, okay, I know Queen Flip gonna, is going to come this direction. You came prepared. 
You came very for the first time. One of the guests that came prepared, but you're not too prepared for me. Mm. No, but listen, you know, I, you know, you know what it is? I know, nah, you know what it is? I know that you, I know that yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you yeah. did your research and you did more research than I really thought. So I didn't give you as much credit as I thought I was going to give you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm giving it to you now because you did a lot more research. Shout out to Michelle. But, but with the thing, <laughs> there you go, right? It's black woman, black man, black girl yeah, magic. She, she, I, black I, I girl mean, magic. I, I mean, she bushed the That's last right. one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did she really? So, um, <laughs> sorry. So, I did, we did, we did good research. Right. But I feel that you knew because I'm telling you, and, yeah. yeah. No, you know what it is? It's not that You knew I, I was going to ask questions I, in the form of, you knew my style, I, no, you studied my absolutely style. absolutely not. You knew I was going to ask you in the form of accusing That's you. You knew that. crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. You said I really? know your style. Like, yeah, I spent yeah, that yeah. much time studying you. You, you did watch Like, it. you give yourself a lot of credit, no, 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 no. We had you recording no, the cameras. No. But you stated how much stuff you watched. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said three hours. It don't matter. It's a lot. Nah, that was three hours of people jumping over the table at you, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> That's old. But, so nobody warned you about Queen's Flip? I had a conversation with somebody. No, they said, said you was crazy. Yeah, they people said, that know me. Yeah, they said this dude is nuts. I gave Erica Ford hell as a kid. Did she tell you that? Nah, you know what it was? We didn't even have those conversations. I'm telling you, literally, I got down with a few people and I spoke to people that I trust, and they said, "Listen, we need to do this to make sure that this message gets out because my reversal has profound criminal justice reform um, implications, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're looking at somebody who." was wrongly prosecuted, incarcerated, right? For two years, taken away from my family, mm. made the cop out on some BS, right? You're looking at somebody who came home, got work release, and got sent back upstate for a, 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 a false positive urinalysis for suboxone. I've never done a drug in my life if it wasn't prescribed, right? And when I got upstate, they tried to use that, me being, that's not public record, bro. I know you're about to Google it. I no, can no, tell no, you about no, it. No, no, All right, no, so no. got sent back upstate, taken out of work release, taken, got, I had to lose my job and everything else, went back upstate, and then because you get removed from uh, a temporary work release program, that usually 85% of the time voids your parole. So they was trying to hold me for another two years. So they was going to keep me incarcerated for four years mm. behind something that not only I didn't do, but even if somebody did it, who does $32,000 in just four years in state? This ain't the feds like everybody else went to. Respect. I went to Marcy, B. That ain't that's that's a that's a cut camp. It's Green, Marcy, Wyoming, and what's the one that starts with an F? Franklin. Franklin. Right? Nobody wants to go to those joints. That's where they put me. Seven hours upstate. In a wheelchair. I walked into prison. I walked in, I mean, I walked in when I got um remanded. A few hours later I was in a wheelchair. Seven and a half months. No medical, no nothing. Like, this is for real. You understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't be walking today if it wasn't for some... The homies upstate in Marcy, they locked the um the gym down so that I can get... And they gave me um physical therapy. Like, the dudes that worked out and stuff like that, they they do this leg exercise, do this, do that. In pain, these dudes, the state didn't even give me my pain medication. They shut all of this down. So if they did that to somebody like me who had an assemblance of power, right? Somebody who was supposed to be important and had some money to fight a case... How many tens of thousands of our guys are they doing that to every single day? Mm. This dude ain't here because, you know, saying he's official dude from the street. He's here because when I was in Hudson with him, he was one of the people keeping me out of that wheelchair. Because even to this day, if I get into a rough ride or something like that, if I don't work out and get my corn stuff back, the pain comes back. Child, you understand dope. what I'm saying? Yeah. So when, when them, me going and doing an appeal, a lot of dudes don't have enough money. My appeal attorney was Jonathan Edelstein. 
Daniel DeAdetustine got to be, if not the best, one of the three best in the state. And you know who gave me him? Derek Hamilton. Derek Hamilton and Shabaka Shakur. If you remember D.A. Thompson in Brooklyn, incredible in um, individual. He's the one who got that conviction review unit in Brooklyn and got all those people coming home because of that crooked damn um, detective and all of the stuff that they was doing. These two were the first two people that came home. You understand what I'm saying? And he, they, their cases was wrongfully convicted. They got them overturned. They gave me Jonathan. You understand what I'm saying? So the things that I've done, these dudes would be able to smell through it. Shabaka was at my trial and told the press, they're about to railroad this dude. Look at what they're doing. I had pastors, I had mad people come to the trial ready to testify. Judge told me no. Every time the prosecutor said something, the judge agreed with him. So when they said that you were shopping at Century 21, Nostrum, and Macy's and all that, that yep. you did it. Yep, because it wasn't illegal. Got it. Yep. Mm. Um, but, but but one question, G. Matter of fact, G, you, you wanna, you yeah, gotta, yeah. or should I ask this question first? You wanna, I, I ask it after. Go ahead, something else. Okay, G. Now I'm gonna say, just, just walk us through your trial real quick. Like the trial was crazy. We went in. Let's go, G. Um, they had 17 or 19 witnesses, right? Two of the witnesses, um, one witness was from campaign finance, who said on the stand. Even to that day, they had flagged none of my actions. None of my stuff appeared wrong to them. This was the AG bringing this case, not them, right? And the only reason why the AG was able to do it is because of that scheme to defraud trials that they did because it's supposed to fall under the DA's office. It was not the AG doesn't have purview over that crime. That was supposed to be something that the DA's office brought up. The campaign finance board said that they, had, they still to that day had not brought anything against me or said anything against me, right? Um, the other witness they had was from the comptroller's office, the state comptroller's office, on behalf of the, the Children and Family Service, Office of Children and Family Services. He said that that he could find, he couldn't say that I used any money for anything wrong or anything else. Every other witness they had was witnesses to verify receipts. Was this receipt brought with this card? Yes. Uh, did Mr. Wills um, use it? We don't know if Mr. Wills used the card because it was done by pen, Right. Nobody said anything. The only person that said that Mr. Wills used the card because he signed it was from Toys R Us. And it said that I bought some dolls and some bicycles. And when my attorney said, would you be surprised to know that Mr. Wills bought those dolls and bicycles for single mothers? He said, no, but that shit would be fantastic. That was it. That was it. Nobody. Listen to what I'm telling you and read between the lines. Nobody took the stand and said that, that that I took any money from anywhere. Understood. You feel me? Nobody, and you know what I'm saying, took that stand and said that. So how do you get a how do you get a jury verdict like that? Because you deny me from having my witnesses. How do you do that? The jury of your peers found you guilty though. Right. Based off of based off process. of information that they presented and I wasn't able to present my case. The bedrock of our constitution when we come talking about legal defense is that you have a right to rebut the prosecution's defense. And how do you rebut the prosecution's defense? Due process. I have to be able to present um, witnesses. If you get on the stand and say, I shot somebody on the corner, I'm supposed to be able to present witnesses that say, either I, wasn't, I didn't do it or I wasn't there. And it's up to the jury now to decide whose information is correct. But if you have a one-sided, a one-sided trial, how do, you, how do you beat that? What's a one-sided trial to you? When you have no witnesses on your side. When you don't, when you can't present your information, that's a one-sided trial. We have proof that I can show you offline. Okay. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that shows 
that they withheld information from the judge to make sure that this looked worse than what it was. Because in the grand jury, they admitted they had it. But when we went to trial, they told me that they that I, we couldn't use it. It wasn't um, it wasn't germane to the prosecution, but it was directly on point. Why do you feel that in all these years, people are coming after you and trying to take you down? Like you said before, they they, they pulled you over by 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 Rochdale and you know the cops and those you know, was the- warrants. So this is not like a conspiracy or nothing like that. Those were that's just something that was weird. That was just like hopefully, right, right. right? But I'm saying we, we we start from there and like even now with mm-hmm. with these cases, why, why do you feel like people really want to get you just take you down? Like somebody want to get you out of here? Like, but yeah. he wasn't. He was cool with some people on the streets. I was cool with a lot of people on the streets. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. so, but you know what? Are you surprised that you have warrants? You was outside in the field. Huh? Well, don't look around. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying, but <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying because you said was I surprised that I had warrants? But I'm telling you, those warrants weren't real warrants. They were they called them ghost warrants. They would pop up and they wouldn't be there anymore. Right, right. So right? somebody was doing that to you? Yes. No, I don't. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not well, going to say that. Somebody using your name then? That may be the case. That may have been the case. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I know. There's only one Reuben Wills wherever I've ever been. And I know somebody did a bank trace and there was another Reuben Wills that was down in Virginia, but there was no other Reuben Wills. There's no other Reuben Wills that I know of in New York. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit here and be one of those guys that say everybody has it out for me respect, or the I white man, that. this white man. No, that was just a fluke. I don't so know what not, happened with that. You don't feel like the white man was against you during your trial? You oh, yeah, like the white man, Eric Snyderman was. He was, but no. The white man, as far as the boogeyman, nah. I feel that there's systemic racism in everything. And I feel that the criminal justice system is ripe with it. And I think that, not that I think, but I'm fully persuaded that because of those traps and ways that they set the law up. See, people say that it's broken and we need to fix it. It ain't broke, right? It's working exactly how they designed it to work. If you don't have money, if you don't have a good, uh, good attorney, or if you're not a certain type of person, they're going to do it. But the way it's designed is even your own people will help them get you. And I don't mean snitches. I mean people that stand idly by and try to separate from you. Respect. Right? Mm-hmm. So how do you go and have a whole bunch of people that are with you every single day? You're saving their lives. You're doing stuff for them. You're giving them legislation. You're helping them get reelected and different things like that. And as soon as the crap hits the fan, half of them boogie. You're talking about that lady? That, that... No, I'm not even talking about her. Right. I'm talking about other folks, you know what I'm saying, that didn't want to stand. Like, you know what I'm saying? They could have been like, yo, what are you doing? None of them wanted to be on the press and have no press conference or like that. But there's a few of them that did. Those are the ones that when they when I was in Lincoln and work release and I had that false positive, I wrote them up. I wrote appeals. I said, the machines are no good. You can't even use this machine like this. It can't be the primary. This machine, well, it's only supposed to be the primary, but it can't be the end-all result. You got to give us a gaslight. I wrote everything up. Those elected officials jumped on the phones and wrote letters. This dude does not use drugs. This dude fought his way all the way through this. We believe he's innocent. We know he didn't do this. Now, you can ask most of the people that was in work release in order to get, how many weeks was it taking people to get hearings? Six weeks they was in there. Four or five weeks people was getting hearings. You know how long it took them to get me up out of there? A week. I was wrapped up in Sing Sing in a week. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And that's because I was slamming the superintendent. So, nah, a lot of the stuff that happened to me, I did it on my own because I wasn't trying to hear nothing. Who was the family member that got arrested with you? You already know who that was. We ain't doing that. And you, you know who that was. And we went over that. We are not doing that. Their name nah, is in the paper. I'm not. I don't care. I'm not doing that. I have to respect that. I yeah, I'm not doing that because you know him. I'm not doing that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely How you know not. I know him? I know you know him. How do you know? Do you know him? 
How do you know I know him? Right, so let's be specific. Do you know him? How do you know I know him, though? Do you know him? What's the word that you... Precise? Let's be precise. Mm. How do, do you, you know, know I him? know this person? Do you know him? Because I know you know him. Tell me how. I already know. Then you sit there early and say, Yo, I know a lot of background information. I can tell you things. And you know, and you flipped your hat and you was like, you know, people don't know, but they, I, I know some background information. I know you know them. You sure? Yep. Absolutely sure. How do you know? I just want to know how you know. Did, you, did, did he, did he, did he co-sign the, and say the, you know me? The energy. Mm. Now look deep inside yourself. I, I, I'm gonna respect that. I, G, chill, G, don't do that. G, 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 why are you gonna use a black man to ask that? Why would you know what that was? That was a slander tactic, right? So why would you ask that of a young black woman, right? Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? What does that have to do with it? It wasn't true. Let me put that on the record. That was absolutely untrue. Because you both are married, yes. But why would you? Why would you do that? What What did that do except inflame the jury? What was the point of asking that question? Did that have anything to do with any theft of of of, of not for profit money? Anything with campaign finance? Nothing. You know why they did that? Because when she came on, her testimony blew a hole in everything that they were saying. That's why they did that. But my thing was, it was even more... And you know, there was like 40 or 50 men, black men, that had a press conference the very next day and demanded an apology from the prosecution for doing that. But they didn't put that out there. That was led by A.U. Hogan, Pastor Hogan, and a whole bunch of black men in our area. Um, mm -hmm. I think, what's his name? Um, Father's Alive in the Hood. I think he was there. A lot of people came out for that. To support, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kenny Carter, a lot of people, because that was wrong. They had, there was no substantive reason for them to put that in there. But this is what they do, so that the jury can go, <gasps> that's ridiculous. Yeah, so I was mad about that. I was pissed off. Why are you bringing her into that? So this is what they do. They attack anybody who's around you that's going to support you, so that other people back up and don't want to help you. You, you you were smiling when you got arrested. You like you were smiling. You yeah, had, why? Shit, I know I'm innocent. You, you had a nice suit. What, about, how, how, much, how much was that suit? <laughs> <laughs> Few of those is thirty three. <laughs> I, I, I was um. Yeah, uh, this is America. You supposed to be innocent to proven guilty. You feel me? Oh. <laughs> Do you feel bad for putting your family in any sort of trouble? I had to move on. No, nah, you know what it is, and that's one of the things that they don't understand, right? When they're running around and trying to build their careers and when they're accusing people and they're trying to do these things, they don't understand there's real implications to this. Yeah, like right. family members have to sit there with these newspaper articles and different <clears throat> things. One of my cousins I spoke to last week, right? And he was a big shot in one of the unions. And he said, actually it was on Thanksgiving, and he said, because um, he's retired now, he said, I just want to ask you something and I don't want you to be upset. He said, how did you deal with not being around family and stuff? Because that now I don't want to be around anybody, right? So now, like, I'm just trying to just be solo. I wanted a quiet Thanksgiving. He said, how did you deal with being upstate all that time and not having family around you? And he said, you know, I feel bad because I introduce you to people 
that was able to make your run successful. And I wish I would never would have introduced you to him because you probably would have lost and you would never had this problem. Mm. But I said, that's crazy because if I didn't win, then all of the successes we had wouldn't have happened. All of those people that was on lean sales that would have lost their property, we got them off. That wouldn't have happened. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm. All the legislation we did, that stuff wouldn't have happened. Bringing money into the schools, that was the high. I, nobody brought more money into the schools than me. That wouldn't have happened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my true. my PTA membership went up, participation went up 87 percent in one year because I was bringing some money. That wouldn't have happened. So I I love you for being feeling bad about it. But he said, you know, a lot of my colleagues, not a lot of them, but a few of his colleagues was looking at him like, oh, his cousin is a thief and blah, 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 blah. They don't understand this is real life. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why when I grew up the way I grew up in the street, you know, it ain't like it what it is today. These young dudes is running around popping everything, moving. They don't understand, you know, every time you take somebody out, that's a cousin, somebody's uncle, somebody's mm-hmm. brother, somebody's mother, somebody's aunt. That's somebody for real. And there's a whole group of people that are affected by that. You understand what I'm saying? So when I'm upstate sitting in a wheelchair and I'm telling my family, don't come visit me because I don't want to fall victim to the emotionality of the issue, and that's a real word, to the issue, then that affects people, right? My mother wants to come see me. My sisters want to come see me. You know? So those are the things that happened. And they don't they don't get that. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Yeah, that just that just pissed me off when 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 that stuff happened. Yeah, it, it affects people in a real way. How much was the terry cloth slippers? <laughs> what terry cloth slippers? <laughs> What's that? What terry cloth slippers? I don't know which one you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, the terry cloth the terry cloth slippers, how much was it? You know, they said you, you wore you wore terry cloth slippers. That I wore terry cloth slippers? You bought terry cloth slippers, yeah. How much was it? I bought terry cloth slippers. That's what it said. Dunkin' Donuts and terry cloth slippers, man. Oh, nah. You know what that... Yo, you know what's crazy? Nah, that... I'm, I'm like, terry cloth slippers? I, um, no, that... All that stuff was proven at trial. That was packages that I brought. The single mothers, we have a committee. And those women come and volunteer, and they put hours in to making these events happen. So I brought them a whole bunch of stuff as a thank you. And that was in the packages. Like they said, oh, you brought a whole bunch of um, uh, bath and body lotions and stuff. Well, that's what women like. You're married, yes? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean what? No, yeah, go ahead. You're not married anymore? Are you separated right now? Go ahead. What you going to ask? No, you think, I know a lot. Are you currently separated? Go ahead and ask what you going to ask. I'm asking man. you a question. No, answer I don't want to answer that. Why not? I just don't want to answer that. How long have you been married for? I'm not answering that. Go ahead, bro. You, I don't want to get into that. Nothing personal. No, nah, I don't want. No, nah, that's not. Nah, I don't want to get into that because that that's somebody else's person, personal business. You know what I'm saying? You're married to somebody else's. I don't want to bring her information or anything about her into it because she was affected incredibly in a negative way by this. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to have anything about her in the public. I don't want to. She's that's an incredible right. person and. I mean, she's a damn near angel, and I don't want to have anything brought up with that. I respect that. But was she... All right. Hold on. I'm not going to answer any questions about her. I'm just saying... Can I ask this question? Was... When you say... Because the lies that they were accusing you of, like, infidelity and stuff like that, that, Mm -hmm. that, that she had to suffer... Yes. The ba- Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, she suffered beyond that. I mean, you know, respect. she she's a high profile person, 
and her job and stuff like that. Respect. You know what I'm saying? And she had to suffer through a lot of different things. Do you, you have know? any children or you want to talk about nothing pertaining to any nah, family? Nah, no. Nah. I mean, I got two kids, but I two children, but I don't want to, I mean, you know, besides to say that, you know, when you get taken away and like, I don't have a monopoly on misery, right? There's, I know people that have been wrongly um, convicted and they did 19 years. That's true. You know what I'm saying? 20 years and they were separated from their children and their children went through negative cycles, right? Understood. So, to me, I'm not going to minimize what I went through because God gives everybody a measure of grace. I did the two years, right? But my daughter is eight, and she was five and change when I left. You understand what I'm saying? Understand. And she went through a lot of emotional abandonment issues and things like that. Respect. Like I had it left because I had spent so much time in the hospital. She thought I was still in the hospital. You understand what I'm saying? Respect. So I don't want to bring anything in with personal stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I, have, I appreciate I have that. a lot of people that um that suffered because of that. My community, like there was a lot of people that sent me cards and letters when I was upstate. Uh, people that I didn't even know, that I knew I knew, and they suffered with that. You know what I'm I saying? See. Because they really believed what we were doing. This was this was a real movement, and they, they knew that this was all BS. But them knowing it was BS still doesn't, mitigate the pain they felt when I was let off. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mitigate the pain I felt that all of the projects we started was now shut down and stopped. You have an emotional side. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I don't even know how to, yeah, every, everybody yeah, has I'm just saying, no, 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 no. Yeah, everybody you, has an emotional side. When you're standing yeah. on your square, I'm just yeah. saying, I see that this is, you know, respect. Yeah, because you know, you know what it is? Things. You know what it is? And that's why I said that this has really profound, um, criminal justice reform implications because when you're locked up upstate, right, it brings out what it needs to bring out, you know what I'm saying, for you to be able to protect yourself or do whatever you have to do. And um, when you're going through that, like I said, I didn't want to suffer the emotionality of it. As soon as I got up there, I saw people who their wives or girlfriends or family couldn't make a bus trip upstate to see them, right? Because we're seven hours away. Somebody didn't have their ID to get in, or they get in and the COs want to act like assholes and twist you and turn you around and your family can't come. I've seen people sit there and be ready to go to war, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, with somebody over a phone because of something that they was hurting. You know what I'm saying? And I know that these things affect you in a way when you come home that there is, they always talk about reentry, 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 but... Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for Kepra, she works with Life Camp, right? She's a wellness person. Yeah, yeah her and Tracy Queen, right? Dr. Jeff. If Shout it wasn't for these people, Anne Marie, if it wasn't for these people giving me sessions, like I didn't even know I was suffering from PTSD and depression until I went to Dr. Jeff and a psychiatrist. And Understood. these are the things that I had to do. And that was from the operation. So this just compounded it. Going through an operation, going through all these things, being wrongfully convicted the first time, being put in a wheelchair, not getting services, being sent upstate for seven and a half months, coming out of a wheelchair, coming back down, getting convicted again for a drug charge that after I get out on parole, if you Google it, they seem to show that all of the machines were no good, right? All the machines in the States, like 2,000 inmates got affected by that. This is real life shit. Respect. You know what okay. I'm saying? Right. And I know y'all understand it because y'all deal with real life dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this, if you just look at me, you're looking at 250,000 people. You know, mm. so that's why I was saying the stats is real, right? 51 council members. 51 
out of 9 million people. They say it's 8 million people, but it's more like 9 million people in New York City. 51 of us represent the entire city. Out of 51 of us, I think six of us might have come from the projects, right? And, and when I was serving, it was two of us. Out of the sixth entirety of history that might have been from the projects, out of that six, one of us went to prison, got wrongfully convicted, came home and beat it on appeal. One. So that one represents a whole lot of people. So where the other media is not going to want to do that, where they're going to put in something in a the paper, they'll say, oh, he was reversed, but it was because of the five witnesses. It wasn't because the judges thought he was innocent. We didn't go there for an innocence thing. I'm saying I'm innocent. But we're saying that if we had a fighting chance, we would have blew that shit up and we would have won. You understand what I'm saying? So this is real. Like, there's a lot of kids that are suffering in foster homes, committing crimes, doing all kinds of things because people say they made bad choices. They ain't make bad choices. They had nothing but bad options to pick from because their pops went upstate for 30 years, right? So let's talk about the reform measures that we need. Let's talk about the judicial branch that's supposed to be independent from the prosecutorial branch, but they work hand-in-hand to send us upstate. Let's talk about if you don't have an attorney and you have all of these legal aides that are doing nothing. Not most, Some of them are good, but a lot of them have just got such a heavy caseload, they're just telling people to cop out. Let's talk about they didn't produce me for court four separate occasions, and nobody got in trouble for that. You understand what I'm saying? These are all things that I went through, and I think that even though I came home and I was extremely bitter over this, I lost somebody that I loved. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I lost somebody who I loved taught me affection, taught me things that I didn't know about when I was younger, and I valued these things over this. You understand what I'm saying? She had wisdom that was beyond black girl magic. You understand what I'm saying? And if it wasn't for people like Kepra and Tracy Queen and Annie and them standing by me, Taquana, Taquana Rivers is my, my one of my best friends, a campaign manager, Leslie Ann, the young lady that they was talking about. I could drop these names because these people are stand-up. They stand up more than men, but they were, inf- they were affected by this. So we really need to get into why this is happening so much. You understand what I'm saying? It shouldn't be because Flynn, Trump's guy, um, national security director, if, I'm, if I remember it correctly, he had a cop out and the feds forced him to cop out because they was going to go after his son. They made a big deal out of that. That happens every single day in our hood, all across America. You understand what I'm saying? So these things need to be spoken about. And a lot of these people have got to start to be held accountable. Why do they have immunity? We got to start stopping that. You can't tell me that a prosecutor won't be a good prosecutor if they don't have immunity. They're just going to be a better prosecutor. They're going to stop trying to hide information and evidence and stuff. There's things that we really need to get into and we really need to work about. And it ain't about the flash and pizzazz. This is about getting there, rolling up our things and getting this work done. So this is why I'm saying that this, this case needs to be highlighted. Not because I need some type of public vindication. Because I'm good any hood I go to. I can go anywhere, Basie, I can go to Chicago, I can go any, any hood I go to in the United States, I'm good. And I got people that are verified for me. I, I don't have to worry about nothing. But at the same time, there's 250,000, 300,000 dudes that are like me that are going through this. I know dudes upstate right now that's locked up that are wrongfully convicted. You got fourth quarter sitting there for 38 years because they convicted him. He came on appeal on his own, beat it. And they, re- they retried them, but never produced another instrument, uh, uh, accusatory instrument. You can't retry somebody without that. And every time he goes to parole, they tell him, well, just say that you did it and we'll let you go. He's saying, I'm not saying nothing. Produce the accusatory instrument. He might die in prison. But you know what he told me? When they finally do prove it, 
that I'm wrongfully convicted, this money would be for my children, so I did it. Ask Tone, how many dudes that I got, I got in trouble for helping people. I got four dudes home when I was upstate. Deputy of security came to me and told me, well, that's up to you if you want to go home or not. If you want to go home, stop helping people. What? So, yeah, a lot of the stuff that came with this is because I'm not going to stop. I was writing up this superintendent in Lincoln every single day I could write him up. You can't tell me that ORCs, offender, the Offender Rehabilitation Counselors, are supposed to help you find a job. That's what it says in the corrections law. This dude was picking up the phone when people was trying to find jobs, telling him, you sure you want to hire him? He's a felon, you know. You know this is a prison program. I don't think you want to hire him. So after your six weeks, you get spun back upstate and away from your family. These are things that the public don't know. So, yeah, they probably will come back after me and mess with me about something else. But I'm telling you now, there's nothing that I'm doing, and I'm not scared of them doing it. It's going to be a CD if they come after me next time. What you got? What you got for him? What you got for him? I think he's pretty solid, man. I think he... What More silence? Pretty good. <laughs> okay. Pretty, it's okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. You got my respect. Um, every, Everything got reversed. Yeah. Full reversal. Yep. Okay. Are you suing New York City? Yeah, absolutely. We have a um, we have a lawsuit against New York City for them putting me in a wheelchair for the negligence that they showed me with the medical care. Um, we're suing New York State because we appealed it and appealed it and told them that this drug charge was wrong, and they left it anyway. Sent me back upstate, so they unlawfully removed me from work release when I was on the streets gainfully employed to help, they removed me and sent me back upstate, right? Um, not only did they send me back upstate, I went upstate and caught a really bad bacterial infection, so I was sick for a while. Oh, man. And then, um, and then it was something else that they did. It's just, it's just crazy. So, you know, like, we, like, they, they have to be held accountable for the stuff that they did, um, telling me to kill myself. They put me in a box, um, was banging on the door all night, um, you know, telling me to kill myself, um, you ain't dead yet, singing the Sean Kingston song. Like, I'm just barely able now to talk about this stuff. But this is stuff that they did to try to, I don't know what they thought, how inhumane, um, what inhumane level of treatment they think they can give another human being, but these are the things that they did. Now, I don't know whether they thought they were teaching me a lesson because I was high and mighty and I came down. I don't know what it was, you know. Right. Yeah, like shout out like like Sage, um, Sage and Shamar, Oriel. These are people that um you're gonna hear a lot from them too. Like Sage is um these these people held me down. Doctor White, these people really, really helped me down. And if 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 I didn't have those kinds of people, I don't think that and I and I'm saying it because a lot of people don't make it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was having anxiety attacks that was on the record, they knew that. Why would you put me in a box and tell me to kill myself and bang on the door? You know what it is to be in the box on, on Suicide Watch? Naked with that smock in a cold-ass cell on concrete, and they banging on there all night, telling you to kill yourself, you can't sleep. Then they put you in RMHU, 
Like, this is crazy. If my family didn't call up there, they would have put me in a rabbit hole so far, nobody would have found me. And these are the things that they do every single day upstate. CO stealing out of people's packages. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this stuff is just, it just gets, it looks like little things, but when you have a thousand little things that add on to one person, you know what I'm saying? It hurts you. So I'm here for a reason. I didn't make it through that because I was some super strong dude. I mean, I think that, I think God sometimes doesn't allow you to understand what's going on because if I would have really understood what was going on, I might have stopped trying to help people. You understand what I'm saying? If I knew that this was causing them to keep attacking me, and keep, I might have stopped. But God had a reason for it, so he gave me strength, enough strength every day. There was people out here that were writing me letters and sending me cards that gave me strength every single day just to be able to do this. And when I came home and this reversal came down, I didn't realize it was real for like a month. But it's real, and people need to understand that you can get this fixed. We can go in and change this around so that it works and has equity. I'm not the dude that says, uh, no, F America, F the criminal justice system. I'm never going to do that because I made it from 40 projects to the city council. I'm stronger than ever, right? There's nobody that's going to tell me that I can't go out there and do anything. So everybody else can do the same thing. But we got to do it the right way. So now what we're saying is we're about to do some things. Pay attention to what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Do like you did. Y'all need to train people on how to, like, flush out information from people. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a skill you have. It's easy for you to do it, but some people need to be trained on that. You know what I'm saying? Because those are the ones that'll go out and, and actually do the things that we need to do to change the world. Mm. That was my last question. Wow. All right, so we've got a few more questions before we wrap it up. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you how you feel about politics now and, and, and the whole politics game now. How do you feel about it? I still love it. I had a conflict when I first came home. Like, you know, you know what it was? It was when you sit up there and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't do this. How did I get here? And you start to get bitter and real resentful, right? Um, but then when it happens twice and you back upstate again and now I'm sitting in Sing Sing and I'm like, Shout out to Kwame. Um, he was an LK crown. He um, like he pulled up to my cell and started asking me about scriptures and stuff. And I'm like, yo, Kwame, I don't want to hear that right now. Um, when 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 you have to deal with that stuff, you have a lot of resentment and bitterness. And when I came home, I had a real contradiction inside of me because I'm like, I don't want to be bothered with people anymore. I don't want to help people anymore. And I'm saying, where was every? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But. It's not about that. It's about you knowing that there was a real purpose for what you went through. And I had to come to that. You know what I'm saying? So now I know whatever my next chapter is, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have to. When I was in politics before, I had to bite my tongue a lot. You know what I'm saying? There were some dudes that were around us that were elected officials that just wasn't serving the community. You know what I'm saying? So I had to work triple time to make sure we get done. I'm not holding my tongue anymore about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not holding my tongue anymore because I'm a Democrat or I'm this, I'm not that. If somebody's doing something wrong or they're doing something I think is hurting my people, I'm I'm putting it on you. I'm not going to be disrespectful about it, but I'm going to let you know how I feel. You know, I think politics, when it's done right, is the the art of governing people. I think it's the most incredible thing in the world. But Mm -hmm. when you have people that are complacent or just damn near neglectful or people who don't want to know, or people who just chase it because they think they know power and influence, it's the worst thing. So my thing was, I don't want to be bothered. I just want to get my paper 
get my daughter and just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just go away because I lost too much. But you can't be like that. You have to move in forgiveness. You have to leave that stuff alone. And you have to understand that whatever you whatever you went through has to be for a purpose. Pain provokes passion and that provokes a purpose. So mm-hmm. now I think that whatever I want to do next is going to have to be something that benefits the most, is a common good for the most people. What Can I answer the question? Nah, yeah, I'll for you. I, I'm looking at two things. We're looking at two roads. I know we're going to do an organization called Policy Inc. Mm-hmm. And that organization is going to be to rewrite and change policy. Like, there's a law in New York State now that's archaic. I think it's 8A. Uh, and I'll make sure I send the right thing in. But it shows that in order for you to get paid, if you was ever wrongfully convicted, you got to go to the court of uh, claims, you know. But 80% of the reasons why you get wrongly convicted, you're not allowed to get paid for. Mm. That has to stop, right? Unless you can prove prosecutorial misconduct to a certain level or certain things, you can't get paid. So you got dudes that are 20 years in, come home and can't get paid. You can have a, you can have a, a person that who, who was a different gang and say, yo, he did it because they wanted to get you out the way. You get convicted on his testimony. You found out that the testimony was wrong. Even if the prosecution or the DA, I mean, the, def- the detectives knew about it, you ain't going to get paid. So that's 15 years flush, just like that. Mm. So those things have got to be changed. I mean, it's a whole bunch of laws like that, but those things have got to be changed. So right. Policy Inc. is going to deal with the systemic racism on a lot of policies that affect us. How do you feel about uh, Biden in office now, him and uh, Kamala Harris? What's your opinion on that? You think they could bring some, some good change in the upcoming year? Never white dude that's a racist. Simple as that. I told you, I will tell you my opinion. There's another white dude that's a racist that got a pass because another dude was more um, abhorrent with his racism. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I mean, even if you change your ways now, you have 40 certain years to change your ways. I mean, I'm not going to forget that 1994 crime bill. And until we, as a people, hold them accountable, it doesn't matter. He just picked out, he just put five or six people in his cabinet in the last two weeks. We had one black woman. And the only reason why she's up there is because they reclassified her position as the U.N. ambassador, which is a big deal, the ambassador to the U.N. to be in a national security um, clearance. If that what didn't happen, she wouldn't even be on that thing. So what, what, what does that mean to me? So now you got the NAACP and all these other groups out there screaming and hooping and hollering. What y'all thought was going to happen? And I'm not even putting a lot on him because I don't believe he can change everything in his four years or three years, whatever he has. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He has to do something. But if we don't hold him accountable as a people, it's just going to have the same cycle over and over and over again. Do you think Donald Trump was good for the country? Good for the country? Yeah. For the country, no. I don't think Donald Trump was good for the country, no. I think he lowered our standard in the world. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, a lot of countries who who at least had some respect and wanted to work with America don't anymore. But I tell you this, was no terrorist attacks. People knew he was crazy as hell, so he wasn't going to do none of the stuff that they did before. So mm-hmm. what about business-wise? Do you think that, you know, do you think that Donald Trump did anything good for the country? Yeah, I think, I think, you know what it is? So let's be clear, right? Everybody, and the prison reform that he signed, right? Right. So oh, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the prison reform, right? He lets, but well, yeah, that was the first step act, and he he did a few commutations on people and got them home, right? Okay. Um, but that didn't impress me. Why not? 
because he could have did more. Like he could have did a lot more commutations, a lot more. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? Respect. He could have he could have rolled back a lot of sentences for a lot of people. So that didn't impress me. Some of the things that he claimed he wanted to do impressed me. You know, like a lot of people don't know. I was just put on by John Burnett. There was some stuff he wanted to do where he wanted to give a certain amount of capital to churches and mosques so that they can open up their own schools. Not quite charter schools, but their own schools, just like the synagogues. That would have empowered our people, right? So hopefully the Biden administration will take that and shift that and work with it, right? But as far as business was concerned, the stock market reacted to him more favorably than it did a few other people prior and maybe after him because they believed he knew business. So because of that, it generated a tremendous amount of revenue, but it only generated that revenue for certain people, right? So I know a lot of folks on the ground that got jobs, but that recovery was because of President Obama's moves and things that he did in the beginning. So he gets credit. Everybody gets credit for what they did. But my thing is you have to watch the cycle of it, right? If it wasn't for Bush, you wouldn't have Obama. If it wasn't for Obama, you wouldn't have Trump. Wasn't for Trump, you wouldn't have Kamala Harris and Biden. Everything is in a series. Everything works together, right? So for God to bring up Obama to the presidency, he had to know that it was going to bring out all this racism in the country, right? So good. My thing is, in that aspect, Trump was good for the company because Staten Island, right? We had a death on Staten Island under the Obama administration. When we had that death, right? Not too much happened. We had a whole bunch of protests. We marched across a couple of bridges or whatever. But we had the same exact, almost the same death, right? Under the Trump administration. And what happens? It changes the world. What's the difference? Because Trump was outwardly racist, and that happened. And under Obama. So it seems like you need something to spark. You need that agitation to put things in, right? Because if not, it was be the same death. Didn't they both say, I can't breathe? And I'm not saying names on purpose because I just, didn't they both say, I can't breathe? Yes. Didn't they just both die from asphyxiation, from chokeholds? And stuff? There was both homicides. What's the difference? You understand what I'm saying? One was under Obama. One was under Trump. This one sparked the whole world. It did. We had people in Germany, right, crying racism. People in Paris crying racism. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter took off. So what I'm saying is, Let's not let the fact that we have a Democrat in office or somebody who we can't point to and say, you're racist, you're racist, you're racist because of your comments and because you have a minority woman as a vice president. Let's not let that rock us to sleep. Keep that same energy, right? Mm -hmm. Demand that we have people in position. I don't want to hear we're going to have somebody over the interior that's black. So you're going to take care of parks? Okay, that's important to you. You know what I'm saying? National monuments, that's important to you. But let's have some people over some positions that really deal with us as minorities, right? So let's get another holder in there. Let's get another um, DOJ, right? Let's get another FBI director. Let's get some people in there, attorney generals and stuff like that, that can really do some stuff. Give us positions that are really going to affect us and let those people work. Hmm. All right. Is is there anything we didn't cover this 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 evening that you want to touch on? Before? I know you came here for a reason to, to clear a lot of things up. So mm-hmm. is there anything we didn't touch on that you want to – Finalize before we wrap it up. 
No. I know we cut it. I think I, I we nah, covered a lot, but I want to make sure before yeah, we. Yeah, y'all you know, gave us a lot of time. Want to make sure before before we before you wrap up that we we took care of everything. Nah, uh, I just nah. Um, I appreciate it though. I really do. Like I know Flip is, but I, I really appreciate the fact that y'all let us come up here, right? And I hope people. I don't know how long this was. It seemed like it was quick, but I know. Two hours. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Time fly. We having fun, right? Word up, and you gave me one bottle of lukewarm water. <laughs> that is crazy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What? Oh, come on, man. Nah. <laughs> yeah, man. G two. G. Yeah, G. Get out, man. Nah, um, the, what are you gonna do? Just hold the hand, wait for it. Nah, I mean, I just, you know what I wanna do? I wanna um, just say um, to all of the people, when I left, when I left out of the courtroom, I made sure I told everybody don't stop praying and don't let this outcome, you know, to paraphrase it, affect your faith, right? Because mm-hmm. when you see people go through things, you go, why God, why God, why God? And I had pastors that told me that. Don't let that affect your faith because there's an outcome that we don't see at the end of this, right? So, yeah, we did a lot of great work. And I say we because it wasn't just Reuben Wells. It was all the people that was with me did a lot of great work before. But God knew that I had to go through this. That's why he allowed me to get to that. So, And he brought me through it. And I believe that what we're going to do in the next chapter is going to be even greater. So my thing is, I'm glad you held on to your faith. And for all of those people who might have been shaken, I'm sitting here to tell you we went through it, but we were strong enough to get through it. And I want to thank you. I want to thank all of those people for the support that they did give me in that time. Uh, round of applause time, man. I'm you I'm Shout out to Bev. Shout out to Frank. Absolutely. Hold on. Oh, no. Give me social media. Uh, every, you know, you got yeah. or whatever. You know, social website. Whatever oh, you got. What is? It? <laughs> you know, I don't do the social. It's um. Can I get? Can I look at my phone real quick? Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. even. Yeah. No, it's the Ruben Wills. What is it? What's your Instagram. Uh, he's gonna tell you right now. It's a nice Just, jacket. Too. What type of jacket is that? Ooh. Don't do that. Like, don't do JC that. Don't Penny, do that. Page fifteen. Saint Laurent. Don't do that. That's not Saint Laurent. Don't do that. Oh, Valentino. Simone mm. Claire. Don't do that. 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 Don't 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 let him take that. It's rude. It's can I say that? Can I say the Instagram? No, no, no. Oh my God, nigga, shit at his best. Nigga, shit at his best. This is a fly jacket. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. How old are you? <laughs> this is fly. Yo, Tone, man. Don't get too Where comfortable, man. Don't get too comfortable, man. Don't get too Don't get too comfortable, man. This is fly. Yo, he said, wow. That is best. Looks good on you, I man. I look good. I'm that nigga. You are. Yes. You absolutely are. This is a nice jacket. Uh, I'm look, saying. They're going to look like Mason Diddy, you know what I'm saying? In the video. This, this is a nice jacket. <laughs> this is nice. I'm going to buy this. This is nice. Hey, Sorry, part of it, G. Wow. Can we shout these guys out, please? Absolutely, man. Scenes, please. 
Absolutely. Shout him out, man. This is my brothers. This is Bar and this is Tone. Bar and Tone, man. Round of applause for them, please. Salute, salute. Man, Tone, what up? He was doing that and then lost the thing. I don't know how to get back on your phone. Dude is crazy, man. Yo, you just a little bit. That was a nice jacket. Yo, you know what? I got to say happy birthday to Taquana and my sister Lachelle. Today is their birthdays. Salute. Happy birthday. Um... So it's Ruben Wills underscore the one, the number one. On Instagram. On Instagram. Ruben yeah. Wills underscore the number one, okay. Yeah, yeah, underscore the number one. It's not, yeah, just saying one, right? Yeah, yeah. I said it right, okay. Thanks, Bob. Happy birthday to your sisters as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, G-Man. G-Money. So I think, you know, you did research too. But we I, made it. Yeah, but I think I think the part you didn't research is, is the part that you're about to get right now. You know what I'm Good. saying? Just, I, 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 I put it over there earlier. I held okay. it because I didn't... I don't want to be biased. Go ahead. Because okay. I know this guy for a long time. Okay. Actually, I think he's, you know, uh, you know, uh, I want to say you probably one of the first people that uh, was like in the council, you know, in the council that I've seen growing up that mm-hmm. was active. That, that I remember as far as being younger and being till I remember seeing you at IEC in the gym and oh, absolutely. different, you know. Yeah, just, with Dave Edwards and all of them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, remember, I remember seeing you around from young, yeah. so, you know. Me too. Just, I saw him. I saw him. He was just outside. I'm like, he's got that, always dude. out. But he was outside talking to the hoodlums. But he was he was active. Uh, he was what, in make, the, what makes him hoodlums? Nothing. I'm just want to be. I just want to be ignorant. <laughs> yeah, he was in the mix, man. He was outside talking yeah. to a lot of people that people wouldn't talk to, and they respected. Exactly. They and that, that's, you give everybody and that's very, a chance. That's very important. That. That's very important. And, and for that man, you know. He cool, man. Yeah! <laughs> he cool, he cool. That's what that was. I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, he cool, man. I had to wait for I waited. I waited. Sign out, man. I, waited. I gotta go, man. Listen, uh, dope episode, man. You know, it's funny because we came into this episode thinking that you thought we were gonna get him, right? You thought you thought he had something for him. No, go. I was confused. I we, said, we yo, seen, I, we seen the notes. You know, so Does that people, happen a lot, or is that no? Um, no, that man. you're confused. Does that happen a lot? No, no, no. Oh, oh snap! Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I see. That's why I try to wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought two times. He called me. Don't talk to my friend like that. Don't do it. No, no. Play a new drop. He's gonna play for him. Play it. What you talking about? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know what it was. Oh, man. Once he told me, once he told me Pop spoke, because he brought it up to me, and then when Frankie called me, I'm like, I'm like, yo, Frank. I remember calling him back. I'm like, yo, Hits, you know, his family. He's like, yeah, then I called G. Then he sent me the I said, I know this guy. So I'm growing up. I know him. Facts. I said, all right. And then I came in. Shout out to Michelle, man. You know, I want to give a shout out because we're so busy. And she comes and, you know, I remember when I first wanted to give her this job, G Money, we gave her a lot. We had a lot on her shoulders, but she ends up doing well. Mm-hmm. Michelle put these notes together. I mean, it was just one time, like one time I was reading notes and we asked a question and then Michelle was texting and stuff like that. But she, <laughs> she she's doing her job, man. I got to salute her because, mm-hmm. you know, she said to me one time, it's like, yo, are you reading the notes? Sometimes I'll skim through them, but today... Because it was Frankie and it was Bev and and it was G Money Pops. I said, you know, I'm gonna be fair. Then I'm reading it. I'm like, hold up, all this shit he was accused of doing. Yeah, exactly. What we was? That's why yeah. we was in here talking. I'm gonna be honest. We fixing yeah. the camera, but we was like, like if I go at, I'm gonna, I have yeah. to go at him. But like, what were we doing? I appreciate that. Dude. And then you, you handled it well, man. So yeah. you know. 
I mean, you went to the closet one time, woman. You went I to the had corner. to because yeah, <laughs> you went to the corner on me one time. What I say though, I say yo, we we, we gonna ask the questions. Yeah, up to him to, to validate it. You and did then, well though. And then in the comments, people you gonna can see. learn. People can learn from him because a lot of people come up here and they, you know, he put it together like we have a way of getting things out of people. But yes. people they end up leaving and regretting. Like, oh, I'm gonna check that out. Yes. He did it already. Yo, yo, look, I spoke to this person. I don't want to name that person. So I don't want to name that person. And he stood, he stood on square. Stood on square. That's yeah. It. Yeah. So that that's some advice for the, the following guests coming on this couch, man. You know what I'm saying? Stand we up. have a sign now, <laughs> but we've been filming in progress. Please, <laughs> we ain't taking nothing down. Please. Listen, man. <laughs> Except for the intro about you know, you know, we don't take that off. We will talk about it behind the scenes. What about, about Ben? Yeah, we got. To, I ain't say nothing wrong. I'm I was just, a kid. Just, I saw it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I gotta ask Frank. I got. Uh, you ain't got to worry about it because you, you, you'll hear the voice. <laughs> yo, uh, yo, flip. <laughs> this is uh, I know it's Bev. Yeah, I, I, you know it's me. Because the only person voice deeper than yours is God, right? Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, you, you. It, it was like it was like fifteen seconds though. Anyway, yeah. um, make sure you follow the pages, man. At DJ G Money One Five Six at Queens Flip with a Z at Flip the Script Pod. Uh, Picky Eater Season Four coming soon. You know what I'm saying? Look out for that. We two episodes in right now. Uh, you know. Just give y'all a little a little uh, teaser. You know, we have some Spanish food, we have some Nigerian food. That's yeah. all. That's all I'm gonna say so far. You know what I mean? Shout out to today's sponsors, man. Shout out to the Hot Sauce Boss <laughs> at the Hot Sauce Boss on Instagram, thehotsauceboss.com, the website. You know what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I might try some of the picky eater too. We gonna we gonna you know. Where's your sponsors? Flip. I got none. <laughs> you had the bed people. Where the bed people at? I saw it right there. The beds, right? Yeah, yeah, Maestro, yeah. 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 Don't count my pockets. I, that's your problem. Oh, uh, here we go. You should count your pockets. That's why you were in the position that you was in the first place. Don't count my pockets. You count my pockets, bro. <laughs> I see that jacket. My attorney's Ooh. counting my pockets. Oh, we're going to do it like that. I don't know who sent this, right? But. You sent a hoodie to my man G Money of your face on this. If you think I'm aware of this, you got another thing coming. Oh, oh not a matter. Hold on. The back is fire. Mm -hmm. Pass fly records. But come on, man. Send me another one, man. I'm aware. I'm not wearing you, bro. Even though the hoodie hot. Come on, bro. Damn, G. Well, there you go. Listen, I'm, I see. Look, I gave this. Why you, know you give it to me? I, I know. Like I know you know what? Well, I'm, I know I'm going to have somebody send you a hoodie. What's your size? Extra like a, large. No, I mean the size you wear. <laughs> no, I mean I don't want to. I don't want. No, I'm not trying. I thought he mistook what I was saying, man. Yo, I'm saying. Yo, it's hot. Ah, you tell you tell me off camera. Oh, right. Because nah, you know, you know what's you know, you know what's so crazy. Um, I can tell that you know, like man. you haven't used the. Uh, uh -oh. You know, the, 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 it's been a while since you used the, the, the dye in your hair and stuff like that. So, you know, you nah, feel like you're young. Man, it's been a while. Man, I, I see this spot. It's looking good, though. It's been a while Thank since you, you used it. Nah, you know, you, maybe you want to go back to that if you want to feel young again with them fly-ass jackets nah, and fly-ass shoes, well, huh? Huh? Let me tell you something, man. I'm traveling. That's what make me feel young. That's it. You know what I'm doing that. You, uh, wait, wait, wait. Um, what, for real, this, you seen this, this clover line different? Yes. You seen that before? Yes. You like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right, so I'm going to tell him to send y'all. Extra okay. large, I said. Okay, we'll talk about it off camera. <laughs> right. Yo, listen, man. Queen Flip, dope episode, man. Better than I expected. Shout out to everybody that made this episode happen, man. Families first. Yeah. Um, shout out to Dodo outside. You know, she's in the hallway. You know what I mean? Keeping quiet. You know what I mean? But shout out to her. 
And shout out to Michelle, man. MVP of today, man. Oh, Michelle, two times, man. That's like like your magic, man. That's your magic. Shout out Absolutely. to Shout out to Ebot. Bahat. And once again, shout out to Michelle, MVP of today episode. We appreciate you. She get the uh, you know, the, 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 the game ball today. Get, yeah, you, you did a great job, and I'm proud Dude, of you. Look at look at her. She's on camera. Save that. Even, even though she hugged me, uh, and, and, and it was very ex- extremely inappropriate. I don't like to be touched. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. From, in the front hug or the behind hug? I don't like to be touched by anyone. Really? And I think that is I think that it's it's a crime. And I'm going to all to the side, man. Listen, lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. If you see a man like Mr. Wills on your lawn, put it away. He don't mean no harm. But don't let him in because he'll talk to you all night long. (laughs) And on top of that, also, mate, you may want to let him in. Now don't let him in. Leave him on the lawn. I'm from Queens. (laughs) 